the barbershop back again one more week the barbershop on playersvoice.com thank you everybody for tuning in to this week's podcast i'm your host mark gray welcome back to the barbershop damar johnson how you doing bro pretty good what's up what you been two week absence yeah man and the other person here that's what we'll just call him the other person here a1 how you doing this week buddy doing well man nice to be here I will say that about you, A1. You are consistently here. The the lack of a social life <laughs> allows you to be here more than everybody else, which is, I mean, you can't put a price on that to have a producer who has nothing else to do. What they say about availability? How's a that be- saying go? Uh, a, a, best ability, a best ability to have is availability. Exactly. You cannot make the tub. You can't make the club from the tub. That's my man, A1. <laughs> you are here. That is A. Apparently, that's how you get the starting um, quarterback job for the Chiefs if you're just there. Um, and TJ, not here. I feel like we – I don't even know the last time we were all together. It was one, but the show must go on. TJ, we miss you this week, brother. Uh, make sure you get back. Um, your Bears lost again, right? Yep. yep. The Bears lost again. Tej, I don't know, buddy. Hey, one. what was the – um? what happened last week? What was the the picks, the records, and where we at on the season? TJ went 7-7, seven and seven, and Ooh. he is 57-34 and 34 in the season. DJ went eleven and three, and he is fifty nine and thirty two on the season. You went eight and six, and you are fifty seven and thirty four in the season. You and TJ are tied. DJ's up by two. Fifty nine for DJ, fifty seven for me and TJ. Yep. Hmm. I don't know, man. I, I think we got to redo. We got to listen to these shows. Redo these numbers, man. Wow. Did you think you got more or something? I think I'm on more. TJ. You were down. You were down like a week ago. What, what I, do you do? I, I, I told you I disputed that one because I didn't. Because when you was telling me the toes, I felt like I was never that far. No, you, that when I when you asked me, I said you were down four, and you weren't down four. You were down two or one. Right. I was down one. Right. TJ was up. I was down one, and you were down two. So and then you were down. So that puts you down two. I think the next week you were down one, and then now you just I don't know what you. He was up week. one last week. Something. I was up one last week, and, and up I beat two. TJ he was up by a bunch 40. this week. I'm yeah. saying I was up one last week, and I beat TJ by four this week, and I'm still only up. Two, yeah, that's how. But TJ works. was up. TJ was up most of the season, though. TJ but been up two or three. We said last week I was up one. Nah, this week. you weren't up. No, no, no. You were down one. No, last week he was up one. Last week, no, was he up was one. up one more than everybody for the week. Yeah, yeah. But for for the year, yeah, yeah. For the for the season, you weren't up. For the yeah. season, you were right. down like two. Yeah. And then so stop trying to cheat. You're already up. <laughs> nah, man, I feel like I, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> I mean, further away from you guys, man. Come on, man. A crazy. Uh, a lot of a lot of sports to talk about this week. Um. Which is good. I love it. There's a lot going on. Um, well, before we start, go ahead. Any interest in this uh, Louisville story at all? None. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Me, yep. none. Yeah. Um, You've been through it, so yeah. But I, what I what I'll say is what I was thinking this morning is I don't think your head coach. There's no way he knows everything that's going on. I mean, he can know, but like the the things that we were doing in school. Not saying we were doing stuff like that because we didn't have to, but. If we did, he wouldn't know. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I, to me, it was a complete non-story. I thought about, I mean, obviously you've been. How many recruiting trips did you go on? Um, Like two. Really? Yeah, I didn't go on many. Why? Oh, because you, were, you weren't going to go to the college? Because I wasn't going to go to college. But then when Hugs kind of came in and put his stamp in, guys was like, yeah, this might be the one. I just, I went to UNC Charlotte just on the strength. You know, my brother went there and. I didn't really need to go anywhere else. Nobody really thought I was going to school anyway. So school started, like, not even wasting their time with me. I wanted to ask you this when a 
just to figure out what the story was, Krzyzewski this week came out and said that he was stepping down from USA Basketball. Did he recruit you, or he didn't even waste his time? Early, but after a while, I mean, I mean, nobody really – guys just kind of stopped. They was like, there's no way this kid's going to school. Did it ever – the first time, say, a Krzyzewski, I'm trying to think of whoever, maybe Beheim or something like that, were you, was there ever like a, oh, my God, Mike Krzyzewski just called me sort of thing or never really? No, cared? I wasn't. I mean, I never spoke to him like on a phone or anything like that. It was just like, you know, letters. And when you see see um, these guys at AAU trips and all that, you know, you know they speak. But I just kind of kept it moving. I never really cared about any of that. Oh, okay. But hearing this story, so I'm, when you heard it, it didn't mean anything to you, A1, did it? Were you like, oh, my God, this can't be serious, right? No. Okay. Maybe you only had one recruiting trip, but that didn't sound like anything crazy to you, right? Like women using women to pursue males is hardly a new concept in anything. I don't think. Not at all. (laughs) So that's why I was like the whole concept to me was the only thing I thought is this society is just getting out of control with the the, everybody wants to write a book about every. You know, to me, I that was more of what I was disgusted by. Yeah, I was more disgusted actually with the the lady saying she had her daughters. That's to me. That's actually the bigger story. And, of course, it's only a story because it's uh, Louisville and Patino. If that was, like, Maryland and whatever our coach's name is, like, nobody would care. Just the whole – that this is society now is just, like, unreal that people do stuff behind closed doors and then write books about it is is. I mean, you've seen Blue Chips, right? And then Blue Chips, when Penny took the trip, he, he had, you know um, – now, what was that? And then Ray Allen and um, – Ray Allen was then um, Jesus game. Shuttleworth. Yeah, yeah, he got game. They, they had girls. I'm going to tell you this. I've never been a number one recruiter, number anything recruit, but I can certainly tell you when I picture what's going on in the recruiting trips, that's what it is. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's that's exactly what I expect. So I wasn't in the least bit surprised. I did want to give you an opportunity. Did you have a um, – not to spend too much time on it. Do you have a Lamar Odom story? Um, I got plenty of Lamar Odom stories. He's, he's a friend of mine. But actually, like, when I played against – when I first got onto the AAU circuit, um, He's one year ahead of us, right? He was ninety. He was should have been ninety seven. Right? He, he was he was two because I came on ninety nine. Right, but you're ninety. So, yeah, you should have been ninety eight. Should have been ninety eight. Right. So he was two ahead of me at that time, and um, he was like the the guy that everybody knew that was the top player. I didn't know because I wasn't you know playing AAU. I didn't know any of this stuff. So you know we we played against his team, and I remember him saying before the game, you know, watch out for his crossover because I guess you know he was looking at other games, and after that game is when um. We, we got really the, the Adidas connect because their coach was Sonny McCurl's guy who um who who kind of put us on with the Adidas. And after, you know, playing against them guys, you know, we, we was kind of on from then. And you know, Not to cut you off in your story. Is that the team Ron Artest and Elton Brand on? No, no, that was that – was, That doesn't even sound fair, right? A nah. high school team with Ron Artest, Elton Brand, and Lamar Odom? No, nah, it was more – that team was unbelievable. <laughs> that doesn't even we, sound fair. Like. We didn't even have, you know, a chance with that team. <laughs> we, have, we actually – Like our small <laughs> forward 6-7. <six>, <laughs> <laughs> like, what? The Lamar Odom team, we, we we beat them a few times, but they, they won the majority of the games. But um, they were the Long Island Panthers, and – um. They 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 were good too, but you know they they had the big Adidas connect, and after playing against you know Lamar, they started you know really looking at me after after that game. And so go ahead, what, a personal story. You got a personal story? Um, a personal story, or just something to attest the type of person that he is or isn't, or whatever the case may be. I can tell you, I met Lamar um, when well, anyone can tell you that back when we used to play two K. That's what you remember. That's what I used to run with was the Clippers. And trust me, you sent, Lamar sent, he sent you home early plenty of times. <laughs> yep. With him, Keon Doolin, what did you say? Them young boys, McGetty, them All young them boys don't know how to act. Darius Miles. 
and that was the, that was the funnest team. Like mm-hmm. you know, they they were all. I think the oldest person was probably like twenty three. Right. Remember Pikowski? Oh, he was pretty yeah, old. Yeah, he didn't play on my team. <laughs> right. you, remember, you remember heavy doses of Keon Doolin, who I went to high school with, and then you know Corey Maggette and um, Elton Brand and Lamar and Darius Miles and the Candy Man. He sat on. I put him on the bench too. He was terrible. Mm-hmm. But um, Livingston was on that squad. Sean Livingston yeah. was came the year after that. Oh, okay. But um, Wilcox, Chris, who I went to school with at Maryland, Chris Wilcox got drafted by the Clippers. And his rookie year, we went out there to go visit and um, sat next to one of Lamar's, in the family section, sat next to Lamar's homeboy from um, New York. And he said, you know, how long are you guys in town for? Whoop-de-whoop. Set us up. Took real good care of us. I mean, Lamar, after the game, introduced I didn't pursue anything towards the case, maybe. Right. And Lamar said, oh, no, this, oh, this Christmas, folks, the rookie, da-da-da-da. And was just unbelievably, t- you guys need tickets for tomorrow's game. Mm-hmm. And we went to... It was Sacramento and Lakers back to back. We had tickets through Chris. Lamar had better tickets. His man got got us tickets to go see the next night to go to the Lakers game. And um, you know how they do it out there where there's a different seating. Even though they play in the same building, because it was a Lakers game, the Clippers were the away team. So like we had away tickets. He switched it out, got us Laker tickets. You know the better thing. Dude was just one of the nicest people I ever met, and just genuine. And again, nothing wouldn't didn't ask him for a thing. And this was all just out of his own, going out of his way to do it. Right. And fast forward a couple of years, I ran into him, and he, like, remembered. I saw him years later, mm-hmm. and he remembered and asked, you know, updates on people. You know, how is this person doing? And was just like, wow, this dude was genuinely really a nice guy. So, you know, you hear this type of stuff, and you never know what type of demons anybody's dealing with. Right. And um, all you can do is pray and hope that the best for the dude so I was just wondering if I mean I know that you guys I'm sure your paths crossed quite a bit. Yeah, now Lamar Lamar's a good guy, and I I don't know I find it hard to believe he was just you know at some brothel for four days alone with no friends or he just overdosed off like Viagra. That's <laughs> definitely that's kind of well, hard. That or not by overdose on Viagra. <laughs> I don't think that's what kills you. Yeah, just, no, not not that. But I mean I, I we both know people who have um, problems, substance yeah. abuse problems, and. As a person, I think the biggest thing that we're definitely not going to talk about this, but the big thing with other celebrities coming out and blaming other people, and I feel like, and I discussed this with other people earlier, the concept of blaming the people around you is what you guys need to realize is that these people are adults and they do what they want to do. Yeah. And if somebody has a substance abuse problem, there's nothing that you or anybody else can do about that. And this whole concept that every time a celebrity, you know, or an athlete, somebody says, the people around them, the people around them, as a person who's been the people around them, they do what they want to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, st- stop thinking that that person, I mean, somebody who has all the money and all the resources and can do whatever they want to do, they do what they want to do. Yeah. So nobody's stopping them. Um, college, oh, baseball. World Series, you follow any of that at all whatsoever? No, not at all. I wish TJ was here. He's our... Um, He's our resident baseball expert. He's probably not even an expert. <laughs> he just knows more than us. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't even check him whether he's making stuff up or not anyway. I will tell you this about baseball, and it's, I don't know if you notice this, DJ, and it's the weirdest thing, and it's not like any other sport. Baseball is the only sport where you play 162 games, and what you know as a fact is not a fact in the playoffs. Like, no other sport. Like, you won't watch Steph Curry be the best shooter in the th- in the, in throughout the whole NBA pl- uh, season. And then all, all of a sudden, in the playoff game, he goes 0 for 500 the entire series. Like, and baseball is the only sport where that happens. You know what I mean? The baseball, you know, guys like Kershaw or Granke, you say, well, these are two best pitchers in baseball. They never lose. They never – and then it's like, boom, they lose back-to-back times. The team gave them no run support. And it happens all the time in baseball. Like, 
this team that was supposed to be the greatest, they just don't score at all. And it's just like, where are the, what are the sport does that happen? You know what I mean? That when the playoffs roll around, teams just fall off the face of the earth. You know, baseball players who are, you know, they're the best baseball player in the world, and then all of a sudden they just can't get a hit at all. People's bat, people who bat 400 in the regular season bat one. You know, and it's just like, wow, that's a, that's a rough start. I don't know if you're uh, familiar with the boy uh, Clinton Crayshaw, but the dude has three Cy Youngs and two postseason wins. Like, how do you have more Cy Youngs than postseason wins? That doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, you know how hard it is to get a Cy Young and you have three of them and you right. only have two postseason wins? And some, like, his record is god-awful. So, you know, baseball is weird. I can watch um, parts. I can't say I can watch an entire nine-inning game. I can certainly watch from, like, the seventh inning on uh, in the baseball. You can't watch any? I mean, I I can, but I just won't. I don't know. I mean, it ain't like it used to be when guys was knocking it out the park and it was fun. Now it's just it's just kind of boring. Like I, I will always find something better to watch than baseball. I think a lot of it has to one. I mean, there's probably sitting at this table ten, maybe fifteen baseball names we can even name. So when I turn on the game, if I don't know any of those people's names, it just right. makes it. And you don't have anything invested. You don't really care who wins one way or the other. It just makes it. Kind of uh, hard to I watch. watch. I can watch the highlights. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't even see highlights as entertaining. Now, when that dude, when Batista hit that thing and flipped that bat, I, yeah, see, <laughs> that right there, hey, oh, that, would draw, that, that would draw me into the game. I was like, oh, you know, the, and, and you see the, the uproar was causing. Oh my yeah, god, the baseball were fans were uh, upset. Oh, this would never. I was listening the next day, and they were calling in former players. This, if this was my era, I would have hit him. I would have tackled him. And it's like, hold on, the dude did. What he's supposed to like? What other sport does that happen? Yeah, I don't, I don't what guy hit a either, three and like, celebrated, like hit the game winning shot and celebrated? Is that not what he's supposed you to put do? Putting all this work, all these years to get where you are, you do something like that at that time is like you should be able to show off a little bit. Yeah, that, I, mean, I swung that and admired his craft through that bat. I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> like, I, I like I like that too. I thought it was cool. I, that's that was my personal opinion. Um. But other than that, I, like I said, TJ's not here, so I don't know what else to possibly to tell you. All the way around them bases, if you can. Oh. I, I believe. I I feel like can't I, run I, too fast, can't run too slow. I've always wondered like what the greatest feeling in sports is, and I kind of feel like hitting a home run has to be one of them. You know what I mean? Like getting the entire, like getting all the ball, not just like getting a home run, but like that where when it, mm, oh, that right. was it. You know what I mean? Right. Where like right. you just drop the bat and like, right. oh, I don't even need to see where it landed. I know that. Right. I got all of that one. Like right. this equivalent of like knocking somebody out is a heavyweight thing. Just mm-hmm. like, you know, it's the epitome of you just mastered your art. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I don't think that's one of those things that you, you know, like sometimes you see a shooter, Steph Curry, and it's like the perfect release, and you know it went in from the left your hand. Like, oh, I knew that one went in the same way. If you know, it's a pitcher, and he's throwing his pitches, and the, the focus is so tight, you know what I mean, to, to see the ball, hit the ball, and when you get that perfect swing and you hit it, and you know from the time it hits the bat that you don't even you know, got all of that one. Mm-hmm. That's that's got to be a hell of a feeling, you know what I mean? That that's that's got to be a hell of a feeling. I I don't know how everybody doesn't flip the bat. I mean, either. I I, I don't know how you could just really. You should almost just, have to. Yeah, I don't, I don't see how you could nail something that perfectly and and just be like, hmm, oh, another day at the park. Right. Nah. And the, and the pitcher <laughs> can have the nerve to get mad. Throw a better pitch. Throw a better pitch. I I agree with all of that. And I I think that's with everything. And you know when T.O. was doing all the stuff, and I was saying. If you don't like him celebrating, then yeah. there's one. He don't yeah. celebrate Talk when he don't – yeah, he doesn't celebrate <laughs> nothing. Yeah, same with football. I don't like that they take away the celebrations. Like, all it takes to score a touchdown in the NFL. Like, let let them kids, you know, celebrate that. 
That is so crazy, especially with some of these people, you know, they may never get in the NFL again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, th- this whole idea that everybody gets 500 career touchdowns, like, that's not how it works. Right. That might be his highlight of his entire life. You know what I mean? Let, let, let those people live. Um, college football, Michigan State, the, the, the theme on you're the only person who played anything of any relevance in this thing, so I guess we'll let you answer this. But the theme on ESPN on Monday, I don't know if you were watching, everybody was saying what the biggest loss was. Like, they had Mike and Mike Golick was talking about it. And everybody they had, in the, like, and those dudes remember, and all of them were, like, high school. Like, I remember Golick was talking about how he lost his um, high school. He was number one high school wrestler in the state, and he lost to the dude who was in the first round of the tournament that he was supposed to win, mm-hmm. who was ranked 16th. He's like, now nah, that guy ended up playing in the NFL against me also. But, you know, he's like, that joint still haunts me. They called in another guy, and he mentioned a game that they lost in the state championship. So I'm going to ask you, do you have a crushing defeat that you're like, man, that one hurt more than anything? Um, I I, I kind of thought a little bit about this because I've seen a little bit of, of what you've seen. None really, none really that crushing for me. The the one I really thought about was in in Cincinnati we lost to Xavier in the and tournament. No, nah, we lost to them. Just you know, that's our rival. We play they play a game every year. They 15 minutes away from us. Um, we the number one team. We go to Xavier. We lose. Um, I'm stuck in the middle of the the, the crowd. Roaring on the um, rushing the court, rushing the court. You guys were number one. We, yeah, yeah you guys number one. Were number one. Okay, yeah. so so I guess that probably would have been your first loss in college. Um, that that was yeah, that was the first loss. Xavier was the first loss, and I'm just I can't even get to the to the um locker room because you know all the all the fans are out there, and um, it's a game that we should have won. Our team was a lot better, and the team that we you know supposed to hate, you know, that was, that was just kind of a, a rough loss for us. And that was your number one. Line. And see, you're the worst person to ask. I wish I had another professional friend. Yeah. Because nothing bothers you. So that's just not. T- so, like, when I'm thinking about it, I'm, I'm going to ask Slim. But I was like, I already know Slim's answer. Slim, like, I don't really know. Yeah. Like, remember that time you lost in the I'm like, oh, yeah. That was kind of sad. I mean, all of mine is probably, you know, college. That one, the, the loss to Temple. Um, and then with the loss in the tournament didn't hurt as bad. Even though we we thought we were gonna win the whole thing, it's because Kenya was was hurt. So it was he like, didn't come back in time. He didn't play in the tournament, right? No, nah, he got hurt right before the tournament. Okay. So he. Oh, I thought he got hurt earlier than that. Uh, okay. He got hurt like the the game before the tournament in our in our conference um our conference um. How many games. games did you guys lose in college? I think three. Three, and you guys were definitely you guys were the number one team the majority of the season, right? Yeah. So they definitely got a one seed. And then what round you guys losing? First, second round. The second. Mm. That didn't that hurt? All right. <laughs> or you were like, next stop, NBA. <laughs> next it didn't like, because this, I was. This check was, back in the room should clear everything was, up. Yeah, it was like a lot was going on. Kenya, Kenya, was, was, um, Kenya was hurt. Um, another one of our starters, you know, he was just coming back to the team because him and Coach got into it and he was away from us for a while. And, you know, and guys were kind of fighting, you know, within the team. And um, I knew I was out of there. So you were, so yeah. it didn't hurt that bad at all. It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. It hurt, didn't hurt that bad. It didn't hurt as much as losing to Xavier. Oh, okay. I talked to um, uh, Mouton, who I do another show with, the Maryland basketball show, and we talk about it. I can certainly tell you he remembers it, and I remember it because I was there when we lost to um, Florida State at home. It was the year that we were the um, that we ended up going to the Final Four, but you know it's the high expectations, and we ended up losing like three games in a row, and we lost. To Florida State, which at the time and even now, that's not what they do is basketball. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we lost to Florida State 
at home in Cole. And, you know, we're supposed to be a contender for the title, and we're losing to Florida State. And they got booed at home. And I remember Mouton saying, like, he just he's, – he still talks about it to this day. Like, I, he's like, I was just crying. Like, how did we – how do we go from playing for a national championship to losing to Florida State at home and our right. own fans booing us? And he was right. like, that was his worst sports uh, moment. So it is kind of cool. But when wait, you get that, was, that was worse than the 10 points in one minute? That was That's what I was thinking. Um, that's got to be I think to Duke. He, he yeah. always – one, is, here's the difference, though. Losing to Duke, is, that's pretty normal. Like maybe, maybe not losing. Yeah. Not like that, though. No, not, no absolutely not. That is unheard of. But losing to Florida State is pretty much unheard of at that time. Like, Florida State didn't even barely play basketball. You know what I mean? And we were a, a majorly – I think we were probably, like, you know, a top-five ranked team. Yeah, but and that means they're not Florida even State a rival, home. though. And then not only that, to be booed at home at college, like, that's – you know, on, at the, and again, like I said, it was – I think it was, like, our third or fourth loss in a row. And, you know, I, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'd have to go back now. I don't think – I'm wondering – I might I may not have ever even talked to Mouton about that uh, – 10 points in, in one minute thing. Now, I mean, we've talked about everything, and I'm thinking maybe maybe I'm not even prepared he to probably talk just about repressed, it. repressed it. Probably doesn't even remember so it. When I asked him, like, so nobody could take the ball up the court once Blake went out. Right. Like, I mean, nobody could get the ball past that court. I mean, he didn't he didn't miss any free throws. Juan did. Uh, Drew Nicholas did. I mean, I, you would like to think one of you guys get the ball past half court and hit a free throw. Oh, my God. Anyway, we were so far off topic, it's not even funny. Um, Michigan State, the um, Michigan game. Which, what what are your what are your thoughts on Lebetard? I don't know if you ever watched Lebetard. His whole thing was, and it wasn't alone, that Michigan shouldn't go down in the rankings because of that, because of their loss. Nah, I I agree with that. Cause man, I was I was kind of, I was I'm watching the game right before this happens. I'm like, man, look at Harbaugh, man. Harbaugh turned this around quick, which and, is crazy, right? Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm an LSU fan, so Michigan State lose, better for us. We move up. Then that happened. I couldn't believe it. I, no, I definitely can't believe it. I looked that. away and I seen Michigan State in the end zone. We had to rewind, you know, the DVR. I'm like, this is impossible. There's no way this just happened. And that was really unfortunate because you got, you know, your defense played great. You know, your none of your skilled players had anything to do with that. It was just your punter. He couldn't catch the ball. Then try to pick it up and kick it again. <laughs> <laughs> he fall on it. They got to go forty yards. You know, in five seconds. What did he think was going to happen? It was he unbelievable. That he was going to attempt the first punt that ever happened. So, I mean, he had to kick it like side. What are you doing? It's like them kids don't even deserve that. I'm pretty sure the Michigan State players already chalked that up as a loss. Oh, how could you not? Yeah, it's like them. I don't know them. Them kids ain't really deserved that. I thought Michigan played well, and they deserved to win that game. Well, I can tell you this though. There's a lot of fans at home when you'll see when you're watching the game and a team is up by so and so amount of points and people don't understand why they're just trying to end the game. You know why? Why didn't he just score the touch? You never know what happens. Man. And as a coach, you just want the game to end. You know how many times you see these guys and they're running and you know they just take a knee inbounds because they just want the clock to end yeah. so they can get. It. People need to understand crazy like they always say. What do you think? X and Y and Z is going to happen. And say, crazier things that happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost up there with the um, Stanford marching band being on the field sort of right. situation. Right. Like, game is all but over until it's like, oh, my goodness, wow. The a punter block, did not just drop the punt, punt and <laughs> throw it backwards and it landed in somebody else's hand. And then the guy, you know, why? and the thing is, the guy got, to, if the field was another three yards longer, he would have he would have been tackled. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that and was the, just wild. One of the guys that were down there was actually getting held, actually. But they wasn't going to call that at that, nah, at that moment. Nah, nah, nah. Um, what, other, what, other, what else caught your eye? Um. Uh, a college football, your boy, LSU dude. Man, for that, right? Man, he's special, man. He's this the year, this the year of the running back in college, man. A lot of 
A lot of great running backs up there. Not a, not a lot of good quarterbacks, but just a lot of running backs. We might, we might have like three first-round running backs at least this year. Might be. I mean, the, the running back position has just changed so drastically in the, in the um, NFL. We were talking last week. Um, you weren't here. Me and CJ were talking about we're – celeb- no, I don't want to say celebrate. That's definitely the wrong word. I don't want to be misconstrued. But what I was going to say is that, um, like I said on record, Jamal Charles wasn't going to make his 1,000 yards, and yeah. he didn't. Mm-hmm. I think that the biggest story to take away from that is that I think the days – he's one of the last – workload backs like that's our guy we give him to him on first down second down and third down we throw it to him like mm-hmm. i think those i think that era is done like you know what i mean i think it's more of you know we have a, a darren sproles we have a this guy we have a that guy and you know adrian peterson still out there. yeah and he's i think he's the you know adrian peterson i think will be the last one where it's yeah. like he's the single back um todd Gurley looks like he's new but they i mean they still even have two or three running backs over there that they use yeah. and still put Tavon austin doing little trick plays with him and stuff like that but the running back situation is like those days where you know you just have emmett smith and he's your lead running back for the next decade mm-hmm. and he gets 99 percent of your carries right. I, I just don't think that we're gonna get that and i think the toll i just don't think it's even i, I don't think that we're gonna see my guess is i wouldn't be surprised if we never see a running back again who gets 300 carries three yards three years in a row yeah, I agree. It don't it don't look that way. It hasn't been that hasn't been happening, you know, for a while now. It's just too hard. Yeah, the people I think are too it can big be done. and they're too fast and they're too strong and you know I mean, it, it's such a toll on on your body. You mm. know what I mean? You, you think about it. How many running backs we know? People are telling me that Doug Martin is old. He's like twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like that's great. You be like, I don't know. I think he's done. You be like, wow. I mean, the running backs are just pretty much. It's like you have a great rookie year. Good second year, third year, you start to decline. And fourth year, it's like, thanks, but it's been real. You know what I mean? And you're just grabbing some guy in the fifth round, and he's now your new starting running back. And it's just like, wow, you know, the work work back days are, are just done. I think guys can do the work. It's just now they have more options. They got another guy that can take some of the load off of you so we can try to keep you healthy. And we don't really need to give you the ball 300 times. Mm-hmm. And then we realize we don't need to give you the ball at all. That's how it goes. You know, that's what I was just about to say. Don't worry, Alfred. He's just here to help and keep you fresh. <laughs> you're getting fresher by the game, Alfred. Right. <laughs> then, then the politics come in. You got Alfred Morris, who's been healthy, who's been productive his whole, his whole career. And then you got his contract year, and they, they bringing in a guy who's taking up all his curves because they don't want to pay him. Mm-hmm. That's how, it's exactly what's happening. You know, it's like, you went from, we want to keep Alpha fresh. You look over him and be like, he's so fresh. He's now stale. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean, right. like he hasn't carried, he hasn't played it in three unfair. weeks. It's unfair. He's been, you know, getting That's what un- I'm saying. underpaid this whole time. Yep. And he's been productive. And now you want to take yep. away his carries so you don't have to pay him at all. And I, and I think that's going to be I think that's going to be the new norm at that running back position. I think it's it's the position where you take the most punishment. You got the shortest career, yeah. and the paydays just really aren't because some people guys just, are just special though. They they are some guys are AP is special. Yeah. Uh, looks like um, the Rams dude Gurley looks like he's special, yeah. you know. But all it takes is one good MCL ACL, and, yeah. and all of a sudden you ain't so special anymore, yeah. you know. But um. Yeah, that was that. Let's get into the NFL. A1, you had anything before we want to get into that? Into the um, um, real quick, JT Barrett's been named the um starting. Quarterback. Oh, did that happen? Yeah. Did that happen today? Yeah. Okay. Or within the last like two three days, it happened. No, definitely wasn't since, the last since two Saturday. Three. Okay, I I heard that he was considering it. I didn't know that he actually um. Yeah. No surprise there. I thought the dude looked not that good. Um, Cart Cardell um, Jones. Jones. I thought I was been very unimpressed with uh with Jones. I like I like Cardell. The first week I thought he looked great. I thought. 
they they were going to start him because he's probably the most NFL type quarterback. So they would you know start him this year, get him out of there, let him d- declare. Then next year have JT just be his show totally. But um, do you think when you say that now, when you watch this game, do you, would, like would you be happy if the Giants drafted him? Um, at first, like at first going going from the end of last season into the first game this year, I'm like, man, Cordell might be the number one pick in this draft. I, that's that's what I was thinking, but I think the whole team has been kind of, you know, tailed off. Even though they haven't lost, but you got a guy coming in for a few plays here, quarter here. It's, I see it's a, tough to play like that. I see a poor man's Jameis Winston. That's what I see. He looks like a fake Jameis Winston out there to me. I, like I watched the first three or four games, and I was just like, this is looked slow. He looked. He's in the looked undecisive. Indecisive. His passes look like they're all over. I, I just didn't see. I'm not watching him. Like man, this dude's about to tear up the NFL. Like he's that, got a bright future. Offense they run though. I don't think that really you know does 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 anything good for him. I mean, he has a strong arm. He's more. He's I do more know that agile than I thought he was to be a big guy. I, I think I thought he was like Ben Roethlisberger. Like guys try to sack him, he throw them off. He's then huge. He catch guys down the field. He's huge. I what thought he was like Ben with a little more a little more move to him. I was I was um. I will be interested. You would probably, have you heard any anybody say anything about his draft stock? Not of late. I haven't. I would. I would. I would. I would love to hear what Mel Kiper and those guys are saying about what where his current yeah. draft status is right now because he's definitely been. I would think hurt him. I don't think it's as high as it was to start the season. No. You know, and well, getting benched certainly ain't going to help it. Not at all. <laughs> so you know, I was def- definitely interested. Any um, what do you think about the whole idea? It's just speculation of Pete Carroll going back to USC. Hmm, I didn't hear that. Is that. Oh, you didn't? No, I mean, they just throwing it out there and uh, whether they think it would be a good look because obviously they need a coach. Didn't he get out of there because, you know. He put some them people <laughs> all up in all kinds yeah, of trouble. Some stuff. I, I would wonder if that's even legal. Like, right. Can, can you just go back? Like, hey, guys, yeah, he what you guys been doing for the last probation, three years? Like, lost probation, scholarships, everything. Like, oh, man, it's been rough for me, too. Went to two Super Bowls. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> been living a real rough life. But hey, if if you're USC, I mean, do you do you say no? We don't want him back when you were almost winning it every year, you know, with them there. I, I I wonder how that works with all this. Like, can you put a team on suspension? You leave, have a great time, and then when the sanctions are over, be like, hey guys, I'm back. <laughs> like, let's do this all over again. Man, but he know. said it's not happening though. He yeah, said but how do you? I mean, you, would, you, I mean, you what do you expect him to say? Love to go back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can't say that. When you you go into the Super Bowl yeah, every I mean, year you definitely, in the NFL, can't say like, that. Well, we're, we're about to get into it. Uh, we, I mean, hell, we can start right there because we got the first game. We can go with that. Um, bring up the games. Let's start with the Seattle one. Um, something's not right there, man. I've been saying it. We've been saying it all. Year. Well, I've been saying it all year. You haven't been here for a couple of weeks, but something's just not right over there in Seattle. I don't know if it's that Super Bowl hangover, but you know the whole concept: of Jimmy Graham not getting the ball, baffling. Uh, Marshawn Lynch been missing. Cam Chancellor looked great when he came back, and then last week you see um, him and Sherman arguing on the mm-hmm. last play of the game, mm-hmm. uh, you know, giving up a 20-point lead to the Bengals of all teams, and then now losing to um Carolina team that it almost seems like a one-man, two-man show yeah. at home mm-hmm. is, you know, it don't I, look right over there in Seattle. I'm not, I'm not really panicking over there because them two games you just mentioned are games they should have won. You know, in in both into both you know two good teams. I'm not as sold on Carolina as I am on um, the Bengals, but they should have won the game last week. You know, miscommunications, that kind of stuff happens. I mean, I don't know how you leave Olsen, but <laughs> <laughs> I 
but, only person know, I would be guarding. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But you know them kind of things. I'm not panicking with them yet. Okay, so you you don't really you, you don't see any you don't see any, it doesn't seem a little off to you over there. No, it doesn't seem off. I mean, they're 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 not the same. I mean, they've been without Cam, you know, for a while now, and they got they got to get that back together. Um, they're trying to work with Jimmy, who's accustomed to getting a lot of targets, who's not getting as many targets, and um, they're not running the ball as much as they used to. Something, something just don't seem right over there. I, I can't, you know, not necessarily one thing. It, it's a lot of things that you add them together. I mean, it's just like, eh, I'm not so sure. I don't. I was listening to, um, I don't remember who it was, but there, there's a lot. You know the speculation about Marshawn and how, you know, that they didn't, he didn't get the ball because they want Russell Wilson to be the whatever. And what they're, what they're saying, or it's all speculation, is, is that that doesn't sit well. Like Marshawn has a lot of fans in that locker room, and that doesn't sit well mm-hmm. with the teams. Well, uh, I think that I'm trying to remember who it was was saying is that you didn't want the dog to get the, the all the publicities, but what you got to realize is you got a team full of dogs, you know, and that's right. what they were saying is, is that like so it's kind of like hey, you know, if you don't mess with him, you don't really mess with us. Right. Too tough. And um, again, speculation of one man on the outside's opinion, but it kind of made sense to me, you know what I mean? It, it kind of looked like I think there might be some truth to that. I do think something's off. I, I do think Marshawn is far from happy. I don't I don't think he's pleased with how that went down. <coughs> yeah, and, I don't think so either. And obviously Cam's not happy. You know, that that's a known fact. Mm-hmm. So there's probably a lot of people in that locker room who just aren't pleased. That, that would be, And that's what it kind of looks like. Jimmy Graham's certainly not happy. He said that. He's not happy with his, uh, you know, the amount of targets he's getting. So, you know, it sounds like he, for on we have we, there's a handful of people we know on record saying that they're not happy in that locker room. Right. So uh, you can only imagine how many people aren't saying anything who probably aren't happy. But how much can you let that affect what, you what you're trying to do when you have a team that's predicted to go back to the Super Bowl and maybe that, win it? That'd be my question to you. When yeah. it, when when you've been in locker rooms where everybody can't be happy, but mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever been around where you're just like, man, this is affecting our play on the court? No. I'm, nah, I haven't. I haven't really seen much of guys not getting along to to that extent, and especially not. I've seen guys who didn't really, you know, mess with the coach as, as much as you know. If there was a coach that you love to play for, I've seen guys love the coach, um, and you know they want to do everything for that coach. I've never seen nothing like, 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 like that. I guess where guys not being paid and they're pissed off, or you know, like Marshawn's pissed off because he didn't get. You know, a carry at the end of the game, which could have got them their second Super Bowl. That's that's kind of a unique situation. But I do know if everybody they know that team is good, and I wouldn't let you can't let that affect you know on the field. All right, were you about to say something? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Bless you. Um, okay, let's go to the Thursday night game. game. Falcons at Saints. I think every no oddly enough, what did you see? Because you're the only person who picked the um the Saints, which A one asked me. He said he found out it was funny business when I texted because he asked me for your picks right. after. And I, he was like, when did DJ tell you that? I was like, nah, he told me that before. Uh, <laughs> it was like in the third quarter. Yeah, then like, I, I got uh, the Saints. Nah, <laughs> and I, I texted I text you before the game. Nah, I was no, like, was nah, I the only did. person that picked, yeah. picked New Orleans? You was like, sure was. <laughs> you know, he was really confident about that. Huh? I was like, yeah, I don't know what you're down there doing, buddy. I was like, Saints done, bro. <laughs> they lost to the Bucks, which I at home. Yeah. And the Falcons have looked real good. But I don't know. To me, it might just be more of the same Falcons. I mean, at the end of the day, I guess New Orleans is still a hard place to um, win. Yeah. I think Drew Brees was certainly not Drew Brees the first two or three games of the season. Right. Um, the Drew Brees I saw when he was playing Tampa, he looked god-awful. Like, he looked terrible. 
So, you know, maybe he's getting a little bit better. Um, what do you make of – do you make this more about the Saints or more about the Falcons? Um, both. I, I didn't think that – because I thought the Falcons got, got really lucky a lot of games this year for them to, for them to have been undefeated. Um, games that they should have lost, I thought they lucked up. And I also thought that um, playing in New Orleans in a game that they need, that it was going to be tough to beat them. So I just felt that they was going to um, – they was going to win that game. It was time for for the Falcons to, to lose. And I knew that New Orleans was capable of having, you know, that, that sort of a game. I didn't. I had them well on their way to the draft. Like, mm, you know, I, thought I, I had them packed up ready for the draft. I, I don't like the, the continual stripping of weapons they've done to Drew Brees right. year on, you know, for years now. And you see teams when they do this, when they, you know, every year you lose one weapon and replace none of them. And then at sooner or later it adds up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not to say that. Any one of I don't, Drew Brees has never had a great receiver, so it's not like oh my God, you guys let Kenny Stills go, uh, oh you let Lance Moore go. It's like not that, but you can't let them all go. But guys like Drew don't need great receivers. They, no, but they I mean, the ball, but anybody. they weren't even replacing him with anybody. Yeah. And then when you lost Jimmy Graham, now Jimmy Graham's don't grow on trees. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lance Moore's and Kenny Stills <laughs> might grow on trees, but yeah. Jimmy Graham's don't don't grow on trees. I mean, he was a legit receiver playing tight end, right. and, and and they just let him go. And it was looking bad. Um, what do you see? And what I you heard see? this morning, not to cut you off, they talking about um, Sean Payton coaching the Colts. I heard Sean Payton's name been mentioned for so many different jobs, which is like. Right. What's, I saw the yeah. thing. I clicked it. It said Payton something, something. I'm thinking like Manning. Like what? Do you, <laughs> and it was like Sean. I think it was like the Cowboys job. It was something ridiculous. And I'm like, why are you talking about his dude's name and other people's jobs right. in the NFL? Like. Right. Like, okay. I mean, it's it just like, wow, I guess it really is the end of an era over there. I mean, but they do that a lot. Even, like you said, with Pete Curl, like, yeah, but they were talking about jobs. Why it was, Peyton, it was Sean Payton's name within the NFL. Like you said, yeah. like, how are you talking yeah, about? Gonna... It's not even talking about leaving to go to college like the NFL. And they play this week. Yeah, that's, that's wild, man. That, <laughs> that, that culture to coach next year. So what do you – now I'm going to ask you, taking forward, what do you think – are you trying to press the press the brake? Excuse me, on the Falcons' success train, or do you think you want to say the Saints are back? Um, well, I think the Falcons are good, but they they wasn't going to go undefeated. No, I don't know. Winning in winning in New Orleans, regardless of you know the record of the Saints with Drew Brees healthy, is is really not that easy. Absolutely. And um, my, that's that was my um, on, on picking that game. That's my mindset. Devontae Freeman's a beast, dude. He is, man. That kid runs hard. Real hard. Yeah. Real hard. And he hits that hole real quick. Yeah. And he runs real hard. And they're blocking, too. He's he's, he's a beast. And it was another another example of how – because Tavares Coleman, he was young and was actually doing well. He was a starting running back. And that job is no longer up for – you know what I mean? And it's like how many times do we see that in the NFL? Like said running back goes down and thanks for coming out. Like the guy behind you. I think there's just so many talented running backs out kids there. Kids got to eat, man. Yeah. Kids got to eat. They want, they want some money. Yeah, absolutely. And he looks good, man. Trapped yeah. Tavares Coleman, yeah, not getting that gig back. No. And he, but he could easily get hurt, and then the dude comes back and he does. He could. You know, I mean, he like could. this. Could. Like nine touchdowns already, or something like that. Yeah, dude, dude is running hard, and it's not just like goal line touchdowns either. He's he right. looks good. He's right. not just the catching the ball at the backfield mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, he's not just he the complete. Yeah. yeah, it's not just like I see your stat lines. Like no, no, that dude. He looks good. If you watch him run, that dude looks good. Uh, next game. Hold on, real quick. Um, if we can go back to the, the first game we did, or the second game. What do you guys think about Carolina, 5-0? and Because you talked about a lot about Seattle, but. 
I know I, DJ I, touched on earlier. What do you feel about Carolina right now? Okay, one, somebody in this room predicted a um, – I had a party for myself last week, DJ. You weren't. I texted you the invite to the party. You completely ignored my my my. You act like the text didn't happen. We did a um, review of bold predictions, and I'm doing amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, I told you going into this game, I felt like I, you weren't here, so I said it. I'll repeat it: is that I didn't expect Carolina and Cam Newton to win. Um, I told you all I needed him to do was not look terrible, but I felt like if he went, if he won. He should get, you know, a pat on the back and 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 kudos to him. So yes, that, I, I will taste it. It's just hard for me. I think great. no, they're not. He's he's just he, they're not. But he's being Cam. Somebody said his his numbers at Auburn weren't great, but that's what he did. It's like he won. Cam, I don't think will ever be. A, he's one of those guys. I don't think his numbers are ever going to justify what his presence, you know, means to the team. Because I mean, one, he's just so tough and so big and so like you watch. It's kind of like Roethlisberger before recently. Roethlisberger's only really become a numbers guy within the last two or three years. You know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. before that, it was just like he was just bending. He just made plays when he had to make plays, right. and he never went down. Right. And, yeah, you defense know. was great. Yeah. Right. So um, I don't think Cam is ever going to be Drew Brees and Tom Brady, Peyton Manning type of numbers guy, but I think he means just as much to his team as those guys do. It's just hard for me to take them seriously because of the lack of weapons. Like, I mean, the, the whole concept that Ted Ginn is on your team, let alone – like your starting number one receiver at this point in his career, I mean, at any point in his career, is just I really tired of God disrespecting my guy. Ted <laughs> I mean, it's it's not. So let me ask you this: Are you, are you interested in Ted Ginn as your number one receiver? My number one? No, but you said my number one punt returner. You said on the team, like I didn't Ted know he Ginn's, was. I didn't Ted know Ginn's he was a, a good receiver. He was highly know. drafted. He's yes, very he was fast. very highly drafted. <laughs> He's very fast, and he was a big bust. I couldn't agree with you more. How but, many but teams is this now? In a in a in a position like his. You got to be put in a position to to succeed. He hasn't really been put in a position. He's been on a lot of teams. Yeah, and he hasn't been given the targets. He hasn't been targeted like that. Because he's a one trick pony. I don't know. They're they're five and zero. You don't know. One receiver. They're five and zero. Stop it. You don't know. Ted Ginn's my guy. Uh, Yeah, exactly. I take him all day. I didn't ask you if he's your guy. I'm just saying. I'm as a one trick pony. Um, No, but in all seriousness, like. To answer your question, am I willing to take Carolina serious? I'm taking them serious in terms of like I definitely think they'll be in the playoffs, and um, they'll be a they'll, them in Carolina and uh, excuse me, Atlanta should have a nice battle to win the NFC South. But in terms of do I have them on my list of Super Bowl contenders? No. I, if um if Benjamin was there, I'd feel a lot better. But yeah. it, I mean, five and zero is five and zero though. Would have win in Seattle. Yeah, it is now that you can't take away from right. him. I'm not buying him though. I'm, yeah, I don't know why. Just like you said, they don't have they don't have enough talent, but they've been winning. They won games without Luke Kinkley been been missing for a few games. They still been winning them games, and they I think I think they've been kind of lucky too. Just like Atlanta, just had a very um friendly schedule. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm still not taking them that seriously. But you at least got them in the playoffs. I mean, they already five wins. Yeah, they'll they'll probably make the playoffs, but I don't think that they, they don't they don't. They don't make too many. Yeah, they may have had the easiest schedule first five games of the season. Yeah, but which which we all said last week going into it, and then we we're saying here's your first test, and then it was a hell of a test, which none right. of them expected them to win, and they right. passed the test. Yeah, you, you yeah. know what I mean. So, you know, the old saying is you can only play who's on your schedule, and that's who they played. And then insert Seattle at Seattle, which I'm sure is outside of New England right now, is the hardest place to get a win in terms of team versus home record. And he went out there and got a win. So, I mean, it is what it is. 
Um, next game, we will go to your boys. This this stuff, I told you, man, hilarious. hilarious. I wish Chicago, I wish um, TJ was here because I want to ask him this. He's a Chicago Bear fan known as the Windy City. So I'd love to know in all of his years of watching the Chicago Bears play, he ever heard the coach come in and say, it's a little windy. It's a little windy out there today. <laughs> a little windy out there today. Uh, that's why said quarterback, you know, had a little trouble out there. Like, wow. This, I told you, it, it, his he's married to this dude, and it, and it's just it's so obvious. You know what I mean? Like, you're looking at me, DJ. What, what you what you what you trying to say? I'm still trying to. Um, I don't know which game we're talking about yet. Redskins oh, the, oh, Redskins Jets. Jets. I'm sorry. Oh, the Redskins and yeah, Jets. Redskins oh. Jets. I figured you was talking about that. Okay, you said yeah. he's married to this dude. Yeah. I didn't hear that statement, though. You didn't hear that? Uh, no. That he didn't. said it's windy? No, I didn't hear that. that really? Is, that's that like it's all over um, Facebook and everything. He Man, said it's a little windy out there today. That is hilarious. <laughs> but but they, I've heard. I've heard. It's a little windy out there today. Is he serious? He, he said Kirk didn't play. Like, stop it, dude. He makes all stop. kind of excuses for that kid, right? Windy? <laughs> At what? That's when one of was like, is he might be Kirk Cousins' dad. Like that's the type right, of stuff parents right. say about like you know about their kid that you're just making them. Well, he was slow. He went to bed a little late last night. Like stop it. Yeah, and it's windy. But, but uh, this morning, um, Ryan Clark had made a good point. Is you supposed to take up for your quarterback like that? But not to that extent, DJ. But not it's windy. The, the, how it looks bad is is how fast he threw Robert Griffin under the bus. Very fast. Like, you didn't you didn't do that for this kid, but for Kirk. Everything he does, you give him an excuse. It's the exact opposite. It's, it's the exact, exact opposite. I mean, he used to start off with press conference saying, before any questions was asked, Robert needs to play better. Like, that's how he would start to come. Right. Good morning, everybody. Robert needs to play better. Right. <laughs> Robert needs to worry about himself. Did you see that Texas? Weather was perfect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a now it's, you know, Kirk, I don't think Kirk played bad. A little windy. You know, Kirk's the quarterback for, this, for the year. You know, just like, dude, I, I think it's, it's, it's one of those things that, once you've been married and, you know, you, you made your bed and he's laying in it, you know, and he's going down with the ship. And I, I feel like when his when we've talked about this several times on the show with this exact topic is that I, I feel like by by removing Kirk Cousins, you've all but signed your fire me papers and you've admitted that you're wrong and, you know, whatever. And, and that can't be the mindset of any organization, you know, like whether it's sports related or anything. The number one goal should be to improve. Yeah. And it can't be, uh, I think, this, whether it be this computer system is better. Data, you know, you told you guys you should have known. No, we're going to ride it out. Like, no, if either something way, makes you think better. Either way, he's gone. If, if, if they keep losing games with you, Kirk Cousins, he's gone either way. And and that's why I feel like, remember I said it, hey, when I feel like any scenario involves him being gone. Because yeah. if you ride if he goes all 16 games with Kirk, he's like, I mean, come on, dude, where's he going? Nowhere. You're going to be fired. Both of you guys will be gone. And I feel like if he goes back and he goes to Robert and Robert balls out and so, – Robert, like, Robert, what would you like? Him gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what I would like. Him gone. You know, could have gone 16 0 if you guys started me. That, that would be the, right. the storyline. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, they're really, it, it's not going to end well for Gruden. And, and the whole, I, I think the, 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 the comments, like, it was windy. And we know a lot of Redskins fans, obviously, being in this area, my timeline is flooded with it. And it's, a, it's become a joke. You know what I mean? It's become a joke. It really is. It's windy. It's so obvious now that's that funny. his interest isn't about winning. It's, his interest is about winning with Kirk Cousins. Like yeah. that's that's what it is. And and I mean to his defense, they do have a lot of injuries, but that's funny. It is. And uh, you know, I was listening to the uh, players that they're talking, uh, former players that they're talking on their radio, and they're saying, 
where where it will become a problem is is that everybody else is thinking you preach that Doc Walker who always talks about giving other people a chance. That's his thing. He always says, I don't care if we lose by fifty, but it can't be the same people who gave up the thirty in the first half playing in the second half. He's like, you know, that you gotta give people a chance. And so he's like, This regime is, has done that. That's what he proved that like if somebody can't get a job done we let the other people get a shot. And it's like, you can't do that at this position, that position, every other position. And then when it comes to Kirk Cousins, he's the only person who's still getting, you know, their shot when it's like, dude, you're not playing well. And he's yeah. yet to say that Kirk hasn't played well in anything. Yeah, He's never said that. No matter how bad he plays, he says, you know, every every interception he's thrown this year, he's had an excuse for, for you know, whether what other quarterback you ever think of that every interception is somebody else's fault. You know, this ball was tipped. This guy made a bad read. I felt like this guy rolled out. Like, all of your interceptions are none of them are your fault when you're a turnover machine at that? Yeah, that's just what he does. <laughs> it's definitely on the, what on he the, does. On the flip side, though, Robert's rookie year, we started three and six. And, I mean, I think there's something to say for you. You got to give – I mean, we started three and six and – but Robert like didn't six. look. Like, yeah, but Robert didn't look like this, did he? Yeah, he no, like but I mean, interceptions all year. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, we were still losing, and I mean, there's reasons why you lose. You know what I mean? Whether it's the quarterback, coaching, defense, whatever. I, I, I don't have the schedule in front of me, and DJ, you can back me up on this. I remember the RG free Lugfest being pretty early and pretty solid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, I, like I don't remember anybody yeah. calling for for Robert's head right. uh, at any point in that right. rookie season. You right. know, so I. I, I if you said it were three and six, I believe you. But it must have been three or six, and he was. I mean, me and you were going back and forth about you were saying he was better than Andrew Luck. Like, so yeah. I know it wasn't. He wasn't stinking up the place. Right. I can certainly tell you that they might have been three and six, but he certainly wasn't stinking up the place. And like you said, I think he had like eight interceptions on the entire right. year. So he and certainly one wasn't. One of them losses was, was test when Victor Cruz in a seventy yard, you know, touchdown. Like, you know, with not that much time left after Robert already drove them down and they scored. Yeah, absolutely. It was something. Um, remember we talked earlier in the um year A one, and it was just we were talking about the the Robert thing. And if you're just sitting back and you're just watching it, I I, I don't see how this is a a good a good healthy thing that's been cultivated over there because at the end of the year, you're still not gonna know what you have. Robert's still gonna be sitting there. Mm-hmm. That coach is gonna be gone. Kirk Cousins gonna, and Robert's still gonna be sitting there, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be like, now what? You still don't know what he is. Locker room doesn't like him. And he's still just standing there waiting. His, you know, just sitting there waiting like the guy with the sign that says, told you so, over here. You know, like, mm-hmm. who, me? Nothing. You know what I mean? Like, he's just sitting there. Oh, I sure am mad. We lost another one. <laughs> wow, another interception. <laughs> hey, if he gives us the best opportunity to win, though, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure was. What do you think, Robert? Sure was Wendy Rowe standing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, that I've never heard that before. It's windy, Kirk, and and I, you know, now the fans are starting to cry and scream. Um, they play us this week, and and then a bye after that. So you know, the talk is now yeah. if, if they lose yeah. to us, it's a wrap. It's a wrap, and then the change happens. And I, I don't know what what do you what do either one of you have to say about that? I'm tired of talking about these guys, man. This it's, it's, it's hey, a mess. You, it's a mess over there. It is. Kirk's bad. They can't play Robert. They're gonna have to, you know, own the money. You can't. I mean, Gruden. Gruden's basically gonna be gone unless they really just turn this thing around and Kirk start playing. I mean, he might as well just roll with Kirk. And if know. they lose this week, do you feel like he has to go? Gruden or Kirk? Gruden. Either one of them together. I feel like they're a package deal. I, I feel like when right. when one leaves, they will both be gone. I don't see any scenario where one is here and the other one isn't. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, 
So you, you like if you were well, I'll ask you when you're a Redskins fan, if they lose to Tampa. And and and, and here's the thing, it's like cause it's double edged to me. So if you lose to Tampa, wow, we gotta fire him. But what if you beat Tampa? What is mm-hmm. what does that mean? Beating Tampa Bay. I, I mean, what, I don't what exactly I don't, is that? I don't, they're not out of playoff control. Yeah, I don't condone like firing a I mean, unless you have an issue like it's Miami or something, but like just to fire a coach in the middle of the season because of your record, I don't necessarily agree with that. So, if there's other stuff going on. But I say give him to the end of the season, and um, I don't know. Like, I think we're so quick to fire people, you know, these days and, and release players. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't think you necessarily have to fire him, you know, because that's that was our problem with Shanahan, you know, with Zorn. With, um, See, I think those were different situations. I didn't very rarely ever say anybody should be fired. I think there's isolated incidents where you just look at – I don't even look at the record. Because there's teams that you say, you know, the record, that's completely different. And I think that was our problem. There's teams that we had in the Bucks that we fired that I thought was coaches. And I was like, this is a good situation. I'm like, I thought we fired Raheem Morris. And it was like, you know, the record. But mm-hmm. I, the situation, we were heading in the right direction. Right. I, I, guys are a mess. Like, a mess. Mm-hmm. So, to me, I don't even care if it was like you guys. Like, if you win this week and then you guys or whatever wouldn't make you one game. Alone, like, you're still a mess. And I don't think beating teams like the Bucks or – Whatever the other team, I don't think beating them was the, is, is makes you a good team. Like, it's a mess. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about firing them because they've had injuries too. So that wouldn't be fair. But at the same time, the, the big decision he made was to not play RG3 and play Kirk, and that's not really working out. So that decision right there could, couldn't, you know, make that happen. But they've been hurt. My thing is I'm, I'd be just as pissed about firing him and starting over which is something, as risk concerns, we always complain about the, the lack of consistency, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? So, I mean, like... My, my biggest problem, and then we'll move on, because we definitely can't continue to talk about such a bad team. My problem with him wouldn't be the record. It's the inability to admit that you're wrong. You, you, you can't be a leader and that be... Like, if you talk to any fortune, you know, any guy who's been a bazillionaire, and they tell you, it's changed, and it's mm-hmm. admitting that you're... Oh, what? We, we missed the boat on that. You, Scrap it. New plant. You know what I mean? You can't be blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we never saw this Netflix coming. You know what I mean? Like, and now you're just out of business. Like, no, you need to be like, okay, we missed the boat. Let's, hey, let's, let's, let's next. What's the next? Maybe it's Colt McCoy. Whether it's, hey, this isn't my guy. I thought it was. Hey, let's, you know, I still believe in our system. We're going to get the next guy in to do our system. But you, for you to just stand there as the leader and be like, well, it was windy. And, and that would be my problem, not yeah, the record. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I'm all for being patient. But just not being able to admit that you're wrong and and then your team getting worse because of that, mm-hmm. it's just not something I think is, is uh, a good idea for a leader. Yeah. For a leader. Certain things just, just like that's not a leader. Yeah, that's my thought. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardinals, Steelers. This is a little interesting here. Like, yeah. uh, I'm not ready to jump off of the um, Cardinals bandwagon because I, I don't, my Cardinals bandwagon trip wasn't a one-week trip. Like I don't think – I still like the Cardinals. I, I, I don't really know how the hell you lose to the Steelers with their third-string quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Antonio Brown is all but fell off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I Steelers guess Steelers appear, appear to be a good team, though. They're 4-2. Yeah, and two. yeah I must be. Yeah. I mean, they Certainly good. didn't look like one when they played against, um, who was it, New England? Mm-hmm. Who was it that beat the breaks off in the Week board? one, probably New England. Yeah. Somebody did. Yeah. Um, if we had a real producer, we'd have that information, but we don't. We're just stuck with A1, the world's largest computer, for God knows what reason. It was New England because they <laughs> lost to the Ravens in overtime. So, New England, they lost 21-28. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, the only other team they lost to is the Ravens, which they lost by three points. I'm sticking with the Cardinals still. I, I you know, every year. I mean, no, like you said, now nobody's going undefeated. So I'm and losing at Pittsburgh is not exactly the worst thing in the world. Right. If um, it had been Mike Vick, would 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 it be a shocking loss? I'm emotionally attached to Mike Vick. I have this fascination with him, so I'll just put it out there. <laughs> I I think I don't see what everybody else sees. Like like I, I'm watching a game and I'll and I'll be like, oh, that looks like it looks good. And then I'll read and everything, and it's like I'm listening to. This, like, it's the worst, apparently he's the worst football player who ever lived. Like That's, that's, how, that's how they talk, <laughs> that's, right? That's, that's how, how they talk. talk about it. So it's like, I obviously watch the game completely different than yeah. everybody else yeah. does. Um, you know, people say, like, you know, he's not as fast as he used to be. I'm like, looks pretty damn fast to me. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And it just, I don't know. I obviously don't see what everybody else sees. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, to hear other people talk about him, like, today somebody was like, yeah, um, what's the kid Johnson? What's the um the quarterback that they own? Um, the third string guy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't Jones. even know who this is. Yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah. Landry, Jones. With a, Landry Jones. Landry. I was going to say something to do with two names. First yeah, he, um, they say that's upgrade. I'm like, man, the, when Vic plays, he don't look that bad to me. It always looked like they don't block for him for some reason. I, I just don't see. My only problem with Vic sees. is I, I think he has a tendency to get hurt a lot. That's, that's, he his, does. Running that's the thing. That for he his does. He gets, yeah. he gets hurt. But, I said yeah. that when we talked like three weeks ago. I told you yeah. he's like he's like three for four. Like if he's going yeah. down four times, he's only getting up three. Yeah. Of them. And Antonio Brown, you know, he needs to trust himself more. Well, that first game, he threw a bomb to Strike. Antonio Brown Strike. and went right through his hands. Strike in the end zone. Him, yeah, in, in a very zone. small window. Exactly. He very small window covered, and the ball more. hit him in his hands. Right. But as far as the game is concerned, I just chalk it up to. I mean, it's just the NFL. I mean, losing the Steelers have been playing well. They got weapons. They they can run the ball well. Their defense is looking pretty good. And um, I mean, losing in Pittsburgh is not the worst thing in the world. I still think the Cardinals are a really good team. I mean, that last play, well, um, against against the Honey Badger, that long touchdown, that was just. I mean, it wasn't a the hardest throw in the world. That guy really just made a play and an unbelievable play. I don't know how he didn't get tackled. Hey, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't. I think we're just agreeing and saying the same thing. I, I really don't know why everybody is acting like Mike Vick yeah. just looks terrible. You know, the Steelers looks, got weapons it, all over the place on offense, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess and, – and I do think there's a lot of vanilla going on. And, and what you also need to see is the other dude – what's his name? Jones? Landry Jones. Landry Jones. Yeah. Jones. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he was he was there for training camp. Like I – yeah, well, he was there. Vic came in. Late. I know Vic came very late. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think third preseason game is when Vic got there, or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's when um the other dude Grouse Cow, whatever his name is, um got hurt. Yeah. So um when when I watch Vic and he's in the offense looks very vanilla. Mm-hmm. I don't say that Vic himself looks terrible, but the play. I mean, I see a lot of conservative stuff. A lot yeah. of that's the cause know, that they. They given him right, yeah. which which might make me think that you know maybe he doesn't know the whole playbook, which would make sense if you know if he's only been there for yeah. a short period of time. But this whole concept that trust, he's like just looks god awful. I don't, I don't think they trust his 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 ability to read the defense. I agree because uh, like I mean, Vic has been playing his whole life off athleticism. He has a strong arm, you know, he can run the ball. I don't know how much reading he's really had to do in his whole career. I don't think much. I mean, yeah. that's always been a knock on him. Right. But I, the thing is, is, the skill set that makes Michael Vick who he is, I still see that. Like, I don't see him being – it doesn't look any slower. And if and if he is, still faster than everybody who's chasing him. You it's know really what I mean? fragile, so man. He's really he's fragile. very fragile. Yeah. And his arm looks equally as strong as it's ever been. Yeah. 
Um, but he he definitely is. He, he gets hit four or five times, and he's and he's done. That 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 is very true, and that's been that way for the last couple of years now. Since is pretty much since Philly, like he's just extremely fragile. He's a pretty small guy to begin yeah. with. Um, Chiefs Vikings. I text you when I went in the middle of this game. Yeah. Uh, the, watching Alex Smith, dude, is like, come on, dude. Like you, at some point, you have to throw the ball somewhere down the field. At which point he turns to the television and says, no, I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he looks dead at me. His message for Mark Gray. It's one more pass to the flat, Tommy. Like, right. I mean, wow. He just won't do it, man. At all. Yeah, you got to be running by yourself for him to, for him to make that <laughs> I don't move. even know if he would. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I just start thinking about, like, his, all these records he has would it be, like, completed 23 passes in a row. Like, the dude just had games with, like, 23 completions out of 24 and still and, and for, like, 200 yards passing. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, dude. But that, but that, that team. I mean, without Jamal Charles, is it's got to be rough. But when you got a, a quarterback who doesn't want to, because I, I think I picked up um, um, the kid from Philly, Macklin, in one of my in one of my DraftKings, and he just didn't give me anything because I, I, you I had him the ball. I did it two weeks ago, and I was yeah. thinking one of those weeks when I forgot. I think it was the first week Charles was hurt, and I was just like, got to throw the ball down the field yeah. now, yeah. and he was like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> and, and then the the backup, the backup now for um for um the Chiefs for the Chiefs. I, I didn't get him because I was, but I was almost got him thinking that he was gonna you know pick up where um Charles where left Charles off. left off, and he almost tricked me, but I I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think the Chiefs are in dead serious trouble. I yeah. think to go back to what um Jamal Charles said in the preseason about him being LeBron James of that team. Probably so, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, if, and, and I think a lot of that has and – and the thing is, I don't think it has to be that way because Jeremy Macklin is a talented receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis Kelsey is a, tra- is a, is a talented tight end. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think it has to be that way. But the fact that Alex Smith refuses under any circumstances to throw the ball anywhere close to down the field, and, you know, if you don't have a Jamal Charles in the backfield to keep the defense honest, I think it's about to get real ugly in Kansas City. Yeah. It's about to get real ugly in Kansas City, and – um I, I, I just don't see how far you can go with a guy like Alex Smith. And you just want – I mean, I'm, I'm sure his arm, his arm strength can't be that bad. You know what I mean? I, and I doubt that's the case. I don't know what it is, but he won't. And um, I mean, you want a safe guy, but you've got to make some plays at some point. At, at a certain point, you're going to have to win a game. Yeah. So, I mean, what, at what point does Andy Reid, while we're talking about, you know, quarterback changes, like, to see what the backup can give us, you know? I mean, you're 1-5. Who, in five. Who's the um, – I don't think the backup is anybody. I don't know who their backup is. Yeah, but the thing with Alex is what they're always going to say is he's safe. Mm-hmm. He's not going to he's not going to turn the ball over as long as your defense is playing good enough. Because the, because to answer your question, the first time the backup is whoever he is, he comes in there and he has a two interception game. Yeah. There's Alex like I don't think I've ever had a two interception game. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then right. you just start saying, "Wow, you know, Alex really gave us a chance to win that game." I, I think the thing with Alex Smith is he gives you a chance as long as the defense does their job. Yeah. Who did you get it right there? Are you winning looking? Oh, Chase Daniel? Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be calling him nah, Chase Daniel. Nah. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I – another bold prediction I had uh, on at the beginning of the year, Stephen Diggs, man, that dude is yeah. – he's good. He's good. Yeah. He's, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to make him like my receiver. Of course you'll receiver. predict that, but yeah. Yeah, I, I just felt good when – like I feel like – Not a bias in that pick. <laughs> absolutely. But I feel like a lot of times and in the past, somebody like this – Okay, Stephen Diggs, all this hype, receiver, da-da-da. In the olden days, similar to, like, Peter Work, 
They them like they just put you outside and make you the number one receiver. And everybody's not cut out for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like fast forward twenty years, if if Peter Work came around now and somebody had gave him an opportunity to be Wes Welker, he'd have been his career would have been completely different. Right. You, you know what I mean? So when you put Stefan Diggs and I'm not like I said, I don't think he'll ever be T O or Randy Moss on the outside. But you let that boy work on the inside of the field in the mm-hmm. West Welker, mm-hmm. Amendola, Julian Edelman role. I think that's a hell of a – I think he's got all the talent in the world to do that. Yeah, I agree. You, you know what I mean? So, I I think right situation, right right play is called for that dude because the dude is the dude is talented. The dude is, is, is very talented. So, I'm, ha- I'm happy to see the young boy um, doing really good. He's doing really, really good. Um, AP, 26 carries, 60 yards. They had him by – Kansas City's defense was supposed to be a lot better, though. So, this, this game, it finally showed. Um, anything you want to say about Bridgewater and the Vikings? They're 3-2. Um, I mean, I, I I thought they would be decent this year. Not great, not bad. What do you, what do you, what do you think, like 8-8, 9-7, 7-9 around there? I forgot what my prediction right, was. Right, but I mean, just, that's what you were expecting, just slightly above average? Yeah, something Slightly like below that, average yeah. right around there? Yeah. Bengals, Bills, DJ's Bills. Here's a question I, I had. You had them at nine wins, by the way. The Bills? No, no Kansas City. Okay. I mean, no. Um, the Vikings? Vikings. Okay. What did everybody else have? Same thing, right? More or less. One eight, one seven. Um, eleven for TJ, nine for you, nine and seven. What the hell, TJ was thinking? Um, here's a question I have for you, and and I wrote this one down as we get to this next game: Bengals, Bills. Why is Rex Ryan a head coach? Like, what like he Rex brings? Ryan, so. I like Rex Ryan. Everybody likes Rex Ryan, but what Rex Ryan brings, could he not bring as a defensive coordinator? It's off those first two um, seasons with the Jets when he I first can't started. Think I mean, of another Rex is head- a leader, though. Rex is a, a, a good leader. I you, can't. You need that. Think of a. A head coach who has more completely ignored one side of the ball, like offensively, you know, like, mm-hmm. and he makes these great defenses and he makes these great speeches and everybody likes him. But do you think anybody would like him any less as the defensive coordinator? If you're just going to focus on the defense, then why not be the defensive coordinator? I mean, you got an offensive coordinator because he's supposed to be an offensive coordinator. Yeah, and I head mean, coach. You got to have a guy that can lead lead men. Just because you're you're good at you know running plays on offense, don't mean that you could be a head coach. I, mean, I think he's a good leader of men, and guys want to play for him. Absolutely. Now, as far as his offense, he got guys getting hurt. Mm-hmm. He got he doesn't have the best you know talent out there. I mean, I mean they were doing pretty good with Ty, with Tyrod Taylor. He's not there. But I feel like he's he, he never really has had the best offense. Like his whole coaching career, he's he's always just kind of like ignored the quarterback position, just kind of gone with whoever. Mm-hmm. And nobody's ever gotten better. You can't name one Jet or Bill player you ever been like that. Said player developed under under Rex Ryan offensively, like right. none. Whether it be receiver, running back, quarterback, like none of them. I mean, like, I, all of his defense are are impressive, yeah. but I mean, he does nothing with the offense. Yeah, I mean they lost to they lost to to good teams, and and they lose this game to a, to a um, undefeated Bengals team who when they was without their quarterback. And without Percy Harvin. And and I say this because before the game. And Sammy Watkins week, gets hurt in the second quarter right. after he scores. So, I mean, there. Sammy Watkins came out and opened up his thing and he said all, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And I don't necessarily say I agree with him saying that, but I agree with what he was saying. Exactly. <laughs> you, know I, I, you said it right on point. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think that you need to be telling the media right. all of that. But, but I, I agree. definitely agree that, right. yo, dude. And especially when you're watching, I mean, he was drafted at the name he's going to be linked to was Odell Beckham. Right. And if I'm watching Odell Beckham, is the cover of Madden. He's the cover of the NFL. Yeah. 
and I'm over here getting three passes a game, yeah. and it's, yo, yo, dude, can I get some love? Like, can yeah. I get the ball at all? Can we get somebody who can get me the ball? Sammy Watkins don't have Eli Manning as his quarterback, a guy who throws the ball and know a lot. Like, they just don't. I mean, he, he gets no love really over there, and that, that right. dude is – talented like when right. they do get him no the ball, he's he is, no he is good he is good and the thing that's what happens when you open your mouth bad things happen he gets hurt but but before it happened at least he was able to you know get a touchdown and <laughs> got hurt on the but, uh, but as soon as that happened i'm like man you see what happened when you yep. open your mouth i do and and to, and to be honest with you that's why when you asked me at the beginning of the year you said why do you feel that way about jamal charles i was like like you said it's just something about in the NFL, it's such a humbling sport physically. Yeah. And the second that you think it's just easy or right. that, you know, right. I, I told you when Chris Johnson said, I think I'm going to get 3,000 yards. Right. Hurt. Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, Jabal Charles, I think I'm going to hurt coming exactly. up. Sammy Watkins, I can hurt. And that's, like, and that's the reason why I even predicted RG3 to have yep. a good year because – he wasn't talking. He was. He wasn't saying anything. He was just working on and his it was like game. That game, I think. And then it was like that week or something. He like, yeah, I'm the, um, I don't think I have anything to work on. I think I'm the best quarterback <laughs> the in the best league. Quarter. I'm like, he's done. And I it said was. on Facebook, he's done. Yeah, no, nah, no way. It, it was. Yeah. I, I, I certainly agree. I certainly agree. Um, Bengals. I mean, they're legit, right? Bengals are good. I mean, wasn't you one of the guys who don't like Andy Dalton? Definitely one of the guys. Is there somebody who does like Andy Dalton? I like Andy Dalton. Okay. I've never. You, had well, a then I think with that Andy that then the statement would be: Aren't you the guy who likes Andy Dalton? Because I think <laughs> you're the, you're the only person on that ship, dude. I've never. I'm had definitely a not with Andy one Dalton. of the people who didn't yeah. like Andy Dalton. I'm you know the majority who doesn't like Andy Dalton. I you mean, know? I'm I'm waiting for him. To, right now, it's Cinderella. And I I'm just waiting know, for midnight to hit. I don't even know like what it is about the team. I mean, AJ. I mean, AJ Green. You know, he didn't he didn't have a great game. Um, Stephen is, Hill hasn't been having a great loaded, year. Dude. You mean um, it's not Jeremy Steve, Hill? Jeremy Hill, yeah. How about I not know him? Who's Stephen Hill? Jeremy Hill. Stephen Hill was the receiver that um that um the, the Jets had. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was going because I was going to say Stephen Hill is a person. Yeah, yeah Jeremy Hill is not, but Gio Gio is playing good. Gio is playing good. I mean, they just There's got they got guys. talents. They yeah. they do, yeah. and their their receiving core is deep too. And and and, and Tyler. Efra's been having a great year. Monster, monster. Yeah. And the thing is, AJ's as good as anybody. And the other receivers, one, two, and three, I like Sanu. Yeah. And yeah. The, um, what's I'm the fine. other receiver there, the, the, the number two, Jones? Yeah. Uh, the, the Bengals are loaded. And, again, I've said it before, though, the Bengals, it's never about the regular season. It's about the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? So, even if they finish 13-3, and three, it's still, what do you – you got – and you got to show us – in the playoffs, I mean, you still got to play the regular season. And, and he's having no, he's having he's having the best um, regular season. I mean, he's I think it's like second or third, and like everything. Like I mean, he's having a hell of his, his numbers are just identical to um to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's like fourteen touchdowns with three interceptions. You know, so I mean, he Andy Dalton is definitely doing his part. The, the Bengals are rolling and they look good, man. I, I'm happy for them. See, he he's a guy that that's an example of where. You know, when the, everybody's talking about firing Marvin Lewis just for the hell of it. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't because I, I don't agree with that. Like, I, I feel like, you know, no, his playoff record isn't what it is. But this concept that the Bengals were some winning franchise before Marvin Lewis got yeah. there and that firing him is right. going to work. Like, right. I, I don't see that. Right, I feel I like you fired Marvin Lewis and back to being the Bengals. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? The so the, Back to being the Bungles. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? So that, that, that's how I feel. Uh, with that, but the Bengals again, they just they do look good. They, they yeah. absolutely look good. I mean, it's not easy beating you know the Broncos and and the Patriots and the teams that win Super Bowl every year. No, nah, they 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 are definitely um, legit. I definitely legit. Bills, how do you feel about your Bills right now, DJ? Um, they're hurt. I still like the Bills. Um, 
But like I say, my prediction on them was was contingent on on Brady missing four games. But I still like them. They're hurt. If everybody gets back healthy, I still think they make the playoffs. I'm going to tell you like this. Even if Brady had missed four games, he could sell the last four. That would make them, even if they win one of those, that would make They're moving. They're rolling. The uh, the Patriots are rolling, brother. Yeah. And I'm thinking back in hindsight, which actually almost looks obvious, like all these rounds and in our fantasy, every fantasy league I played in, Brady went like ridiculously low. And I'm thinking in my head, like, how that happen? Like that he dude was is miss four games. Even without the, I take he could have missed them and keep it like Brady's about to destroy records. Like that dude is on pace for a monster season. With I mean four games or no four games. Um Bears Lions. That was such a bad game to watch, man. Those are two bad football teams. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch this one much. Well, you're good. You're lucky. <laughs> yeah. The, the, oh, now, I tell you what I did see, now what was impressive and it was finally good to see. The last play of the game, which is I feel like what Stafford does and has done, and he's been lucky. He just throws the ball throw up, up to, yeah. and he goes and he gets it. And yeah. and you're looking at that matchup, and if you're the cornerback, it's like really, dude. <laughs> like I'm covering, I'm supposed to cover Megatron for seven, eight seconds down yeah. the field by myself, yeah. and the quarterback just throws a jump ball. What are you supposed yeah. to do with that? I'm glad. I'm glad you know Megatron had this game because we was over in my house, and you know. One of our friends was just talking about, man, Megatron's out of my top five. I don't believe they were talking about him and Jerry Rice. I've never seen somebody fall off so fast. And then we look up, okay, Megatron scored. Okay, Megatron got 166 now. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I'm glad he had that game. Because he, he has been – a lot of receivers have been looking like they've been surpassing him. But I don't see why you can't throw the ball to him almost like every time. When you saw that he looked, that was Megatron. Like the, that was, the, yeah. I mean, the cornerback was right there. Yeah. Couldn't ask for any covers, but, just I mean, there's absolutely nothing you can do. The guy's 6'5 with a 40-inch vertical. Absolutely. And there's just nothing you can do about absolutely. it. And why you would even put a cornerback in that position to be one-on-one coverage. Right. And I feel like so much of the inflated numbers that Stafford has has been that scenario right there. Like, you know, he just drops back and just throws the ball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Cal- Cal- it's, you know that the saying is a 50-50 ball. It's not a 50-50 ball when one of the guys is six foot five <laughs> with a 40-inch vertical. It's right. not 50-50. No. That's like a 90-10 situation right yeah. there. You know, so now I was happy to see that. Other than that, I'm watching Jay Cutler, and they go down, and he makes an incredible pass to Alshon Jeffries, catches it. Another, and then now, now they're down at the 10-yard line. And he throws this god-awful pass. In the end zone, that's intercepted, and mm-hmm. it's just like, and then he, and then he's got the typical Cutler face, and and, and just like, dude, wh- what were you doing? Like, how do you do that to your team in the end zone? Because we we call him colorblind Cutler, <laughs> and and he, his body language was just like, oh well, you know, it's oh, like he plays the game like, oh well, that's who he is. That's who he. I mean, you know, he's and he thinks he can throw the ball anywhere at any time. He has that that cockiness about him. Where he just think his arm is so strong, nobody's going to get it. And a lot is of it, times, the other team end up in their hands. I don't think people realize how thin the line is between being Brett Favre and Jeff George. Like, it's, being, it's a real thin yeah. line. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can make any throws. Like, I mean, you can. doesn't mean you need to give it a shot every yeah. time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nobody's doubting your arm. I've never heard anybody say anything bad about Jay Cutler's arm. His judgment? You know, that's a little different. That, that's a little mm-hmm. different story. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, you just watch it. You just say, good luck to you guys out there. Love to hear what TJ um, has to say. What, what, what was TJ's pick this week on that one? He had the Bears, right? Yeah. Okay. He When I asked him, he was scenario, because he still was back in his, the, they're going to win the division thing. And he had this 
complex situation in his head that they're right on right where they wanted to be. Like, no, I thought after our first three games we'd lose all of them, and then we, you know, remember he like yeah, the system in his head like this is exactly where I thought we would be. I'm like, oh, hi, TJ, <laughs> real interesting, but okay. But DJ, um, you picked the Lions, so what did you see that? But Bears. <laughs> I seen Was that it. <laughs> yeah, I seen the Bears. <laughs> I seen the Lions were at home. There were there was no reason to pick either one of them, but <laughs> the Lions the Lions were at home, and the Lions still have Megatron. Right. Did did I pick the Bears? I mean, yeah, really? you pick, yeah, you picked the Bears because generally there's no reason to pick either one of these teams, so I would normally go with <laughs> yeah. the with the home team. Yeah. So yeah. I'm actually um, the Lions actually did look exceptionally bad though before that. I will say that. Um, yeah, I'm surprised that I picked the uh, the Bears, but okay, that, that I'm sure I picked it with a coin flip. Uh, Broncos, Browns, your boy, man. This, this, Worried yet? This, I offer, this is hurting me. I'm man. gonna, I'm gonna offer you the same invitation I offered TJ last week. A one has taken me up on my offer, and he's okay. joined me. I am offering a, what's a, a gloat-free one-time invitation to join me on the Eli. I told you I could see that happening. No, no, no. I'm asking. It's all or nothing, but you're either on my boat or you're not. Would you like to join? The Eli will have more touchdowns than Peyton Manning at the. And this is. Now you get, you're getting a late offer. Oh, no. The, no yeah, yeah. Eli's going to have more. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining the team. Yeah. Thank you for joining yeah. the team. I mean, TJ is now the only person not on the boat. The, it's getting bad, dude. And it's not. Is, yeah. And the cold, we- me, cold weather is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. James is James. Keep talking trash about Peyton talking about winter's coming. Like, you know, like in what's <laughs> like the Game, uh, <laughs> like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. But this is this hurting me to see this, man, because for one, um, I'm a big Peyton Manning fan. It's emotional for me. And he's my fantasy quarterback, and I'm losing every Ooh. week. Every week <laughs> because of him. With Eli on my bench, and I'm like, man, I was, this even but Eli didn't play great yesterday, so no, it, didn't. it didn't hurt me. He finally hurt like me Eli yesterday. Week. He finally yeah. like Eli yesterday. So I'm like, man, Eli's on a bench killing it. Peyton's killing me. Mm. And I got Demarius Thomas, and, you know, even even though Demarius did pretty well, it just, it's just it's hard to see this because – you know how hard I go. I go for Peyton, man. But it's hey, they're bad, undefeated. Dude. Yeah, that's the that's the wild thing. I mean, <laughs> like I was seeing the text goes across the screen, and it's it says uh, all the Broncos need now is a quarterback. And it's like, who would have ever thought that a Peyton led a Peyton Manning led team that you could say, man, if we could just get a quarterback, we'd be good. Like, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is that it's true. But you know, like, I <laughs> you mean, know, it's, uh, they get a defensive touchdown every game. Yeah. To his defense, though. Um, Demaris Thomas dropped some 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 big catches. He's probably shocked game. that the ball got there. <laughs> nah, I mean wide open, both his hands. He he dropped some big some big catches in that game. This week, a lot of guys That's what I was, about to was say. dropping right. wide open yeah. passes, and I was like, man, what's going on? Yeah, I, I and but what I think the one common thread in most of them, especially Demaris Thomas, one the one when they're doing like he's looking his. Takes his hand, doesn't even look the ball all the way in. You know, he's looking and he's looking to run. He's, he's looking already to run. looking to run. Yeah. and you forgot you don't even have the ball yet. Right. Um. Is this? I guess the only question left is: is is it gonna? Is he gonna write the ship, or is this pretty much what it is from here on in? I think I think he don't he don't have to be great Peyton that that we're used to seeing because their defense is so good. Not only the only thing is is they're not running the ball well. If they were running the ball well, well this week Hillman looked Hillman better. Had a, he Hillman, had a, Hillman did look better, and C.J. Anderson even looked better. I told you I wasn't a believer in C.J. Anderson to begin with. Yeah. I think both of those good dudes are mediocre running backs yeah. who depend heavily on Peyton Manning being Peyton Manning. But 
I think once Peyton Manning isn't Peyton Manning, then all of a sudden the running the running backs don't look as good. I also think with what they are missing is Julius Thomas, mm-hmm. Wes Welker. Like, mm-hmm. why does Wes Welker not have a job? Is he yeah, just asking for too much money? I yeah. think no, and I don't think I think nobody wants to be a part of that the, next the one. Concussion. I don't think anybody right. wants to be. But the, I heard we I mean, worked him out. The Champ Giants Bailey, I think it was. Was it Champ Bailey or one? yeah, it was Champ Bailey who was one of his teammates. Was like, I don't want anybody to sign him, and I think that's the consensus is that the people who it's like when everybody goes to the bar with their friends and we're all friends and that one guy everybody's taking his keys like mm-hmm. you know i think they're his friends are just like yeah oh, i don't want to the next one is going to kill this yeah dude. i didn't know it was that serious because i i heard I that some the giants amount we worked yeah, out guys, west walker yeah. we worked out Keem nicks i'm like well why why didn't we sign him he has like five or six concussions and at one point it was like two and three weeks and you know yeah. like so i mean i mean Charles Woodson, I remember, was the big thing, and they were saying, is he out of bounds to say that? And people were like, nah, I mean, I feel for him too. And a lot of people are saying they don't want him playing anymore because the next one, ain't, you know, is not going to be a good one. I mean, the game is it's, it's crazy with the game now is that every time somebody, you know, hits their head a little bit, mm-hmm. they, you know, they, they're done. But you look at it. But, I mean, the thing is, is that that's how Wes Walker makes his living. You know, he makes his living in the middle. So it's not like, oh, he might not get hit. Like, no, he's going to get hit. Yeah. Catches the ball over the middle of the field. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's definitely going to get hit. It's, so it's not even a matter of will he get popped. It's, it's just when is he going to get popped? Because if he's out there, he's working that middle of the field, and he's, somebody's going to knock him. That's what he does as a slot receiver. That's yeah. why he, That's the reason he has so many concussions. Yeah, but I, I think, you know, not having not having him in that slot and not having, a, you know, the tight end that he's, he's used to having is also not, not you know, opening it up for some of them, some of them other guys. Was watching just real quick before we got out of here. Was watching the, um, one of them shows. I can't remember. It was I think it was his and hers or whatever, which is great show. Um, <laughs> they uh, they they were talking about the Johnny Manziel situation. They're like, you know, they're they're just tired of hearing about John. You know, they're tired of uh, Johnny Manziel getting in trouble. I'm like, I'm tired of you guys covering every single thing this man does. Like, yeah. a fight with his girlfriend. He's like, stop, yo. And then I. Just, he needs to be released. Really? This dude goes to work, has an argument. With, you know, the Johnny Manziel obsession is just, you know, to do, is there any other backup quarterback, and maybe RG3, that if their girlfriend threw their phone out the window, it would be lead the story on SportsCenter? The backup quarterback on the Browns of all teams. Right. It's you know, a, he, he pushes the needle. It's just, just like you say with RG3. It's everything about him. Everybody's going to want to hear about, and they blow it up every time. Either. I I I feel for them dudes. Like, yeah, it, yeah, me too. I mean, that's I mean, release him for getting an argument with his girlfriend. <laughs> like, it, it just should never, it should never yeah. come to that. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, the, the way the media is today is just is unfortunate, man. It really is. These and guys can't even. There's just no reason that he should, you know, be having to talk about his job because he got into an argument with his girlfriend. Yeah. That, that's you know, people calling for him to be released. Bad that. enough, he 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 played well and still got the job taken from him. And you know now he's back sitting down again after you know you know doing what he was supposed to do. Yep. And now they're talking bad about him again. Yep. Um, Texans Jags. I said it before. I said if the, if the Texans didn't win this game, I'm not picking them the rest of the season. <laughs> oh, and one more thing. When I was watching, when I and I'd already kind of said this before, I am entering, and you guys are welcome to join me. I am entering Denard, DeAndre Hopkins in that best receiver in the NFL category, like. His name is up there. You know, we've been saying Julio Jones and, you know, maybe uh, A.J. Green. And I have no problem putting DeAndre's name right in there with that dude. That dude is 
that's a bad man right there. Yeah, he's good. He's good. I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of good receivers out there. He's, I always had him in the second tier, right after them. Mm-hmm. I'd like to put him in the first, right there in that first tier. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look at that. Watch, watch. I'm telling you, no, know, no, nah, I, I, nah, I, I, I watch him, him, but you know, it's it's still early. I gotta look at that. You know, you still got Demarius Thomas, and I mean, it's still even early. You know, for, for um man, for Odell, you know, Odell's gotten off to a real slow start. Um, Odell scored him probably. Almost every game except like two, maybe. It's only been six. <laughs> I mean, out of, <laughs> out of out of what? How many games he's played in in his uh, how career? Many, uh, oh, 15, 16 yeah, but games. No, but you remember like how he left off the season? Touchdowns. He was he was getting two hundred yards receiving and five touchdowns per game when the last time we saw him. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be that easy forever. <laughs> Why but, not? I mean, he had his sixty like last night. He had his sixty sixty some yards and touchdown early, and then we don't score again. I um, can't wait to get there. But, no, um, I had DeAndre. I watched the entire game because I picked him on uh, for my team. For mm-hmm. the, and I was like, let me see. First of all, do you know how many targets this dude has? No. Unreal. You can pull up. He has like 30 more targets than anybody else in the NFL right now. Well, there you go. There you have it. I'm sure a lot of guys will love them targets. That That's the one. That's what gets you the yeah, numbers but, that but you if, get. But if you watch, aside from his numbers, like I said, I watched the entire game, which is probably the only person on the planet watching the Texans-Jaguars game. Um, like, this dude had – he did one of the um, David Tyree catches, caught the ball with his helmet. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. the dude's got hands. Like, he, he, he's he got hands. He's he's awesome. He's, he's good. Awesome. Yeah, he's good. That's way longer than we should have this game kind of This game kind of pissed me off because in my um, one of my DraftKings, I picked an amazing team. I had, I had like – How many points you score? I had like one – 78 or something like that, but I have T.J. Yeldon still in my lineup. I didn't know because you, when you play so many of them, you forget who you have yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. And I could have, I, with the money T.J. Yeldon costs, I could have got any other running back, and that could have pushed me, you know, at least close to 200. I, I, I'd have won more say, than I would have. I won like I ten dollars. Say the same thing that happened to me. I went in the league against um, Blake Bortles, and like I said, I'm watching this game, and Blake Bortles has like nothing. Right, I'm like playing against him. Oh, no, I played against him in, in our league. And yeah. then out the blue, man, Blake Bortles has 35 points, yo. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, another fantasy wow. loss for me in our league. I played against Blake. 35 Bortles. from Blake Bortles when it's like right. they're, they're scoring these touchdowns. The game's long over. And then know? the game's over. Him and and I'm playing against Hearns. Hearns didn't do anything. <laughs> no. Out of nowhere, Blake Bortles to Hearns, so I get a double. Yeah. Something man. like that. I lose the, the game. That like, stuff right hurts, there. man. Man. Uh, it was flashes of Arian Foster being Arian Foster, but still, along he looked he looked the best he had looked since he came back. But he's still not Arian Foster. Wait, right I thought now. I mean last week he he didn't do too bad. He had like seventy yards, seven receptions and receptions, and had another you know what? No, 50, the week before the week was before the one when they played um, the Colts. He was terrible. Was that not two? Was that last week? Yeah, but I I mean I didn't watch the game, but I heard I mean he didn't run the ball great, but no, I heard he, he I, I definitely heard, didn't run the ball. He had he like had, twenty five carries for like fifty. It was something absurd. Yeah, but then he had like seven receptions for like yeah, seventy seven yards. Yeah, he got some receptions so that, and, because like, they said he didn't. They said he didn't look bad. Yeah, and the check down, but his running he was just I mean he I was right. he didn't look good running. No, yes, right. in the open field running uh, out the backfield he, he did catch some balls. Um, Dolphins Titans. I told you I thought the Dolphins were going to come out swinging after. Um, after the switch of the head coach. I that's, think those people really hated him. That's what usually happens, though. You fire a coach, yeah. the team comes out hype, you know. I think that coach really – and that's another reason, like, you know, Philbin wasn't – to me wasn't even about the record. I feel like the team hated him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I feel like he needed to go. That that they were There was no more productivity that was coming out of the Dolphins under Philbin. Yeah. So uh, they came out swinging. They looked good. 
Either one of your thoughts about that being dirty hit on Mariota? Um, nah, man, it's football, man. Hey, everything is being taken too seriously these days. I mean, I've I've seen some dirty stuff this week. Guys really trying to rip guys' helmet off their head, stuff like that. But I mean, guys be falling into each other, and I mean, yeah. it's gonna happen. The whole concept that you like. There's another 300-pound man whose job it is to keep you away, and he's pushing you, pulling you, doing whatever it is. So I, I don't think it's as easy as everybody thinks it is to get your body where you want it to be. Like, oh, you hit him, you know, an inch lower, too. I'm like, yo, dude, I'm just trying to hit him. Yeah. And there's somebody else pushing me, and there's somebody else's job to prevent me from hitting him. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry that I didn't hit him exactly where you wanted me. And the thing is, there's enough dirty football players out there where you're like, yo, that is dirty. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, I see the latest thing I see well, okay, it's when they're on the ground and they're twisting the guy's leg and, and just, it's just like, yo, you're going to let go of his leg? He's already down on the ground and now you have corkscrewed his leg, you know, off. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, And I, I just didn't see that. It wasn't that low. He didn't come in low. He's coming off of being blocked as well. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I've never heard anything else about Vernon Oliver being, being a dirty player. I, I think reputation goes into it a lot. I don't know. Uh, Mariota is taking up. That being said, he's taking up beating this year. Yeah. That dude has gotten hit a lot and hard, yeah. a lot. Um, Dolphins. I don't. I don't know how much there is to save now that you fire the coach. I know you and TJ had some pretty high expectations. Uh, I know TJ did at least. I think you did also. I, I, I did too. I, I had high expectations for the whole division. I didn't. I'm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the. I guess it's almost like a, a clean slate now, especially considering there. You know, two and three, and they got a new head coach. Uh, Lamar Miller was back to life. Yeah. Uh, soon, they, they had more defense, sacks yeah. in the, in that one like quarter than they yeah. had in the whole year. Yeah, that's what's been disappointing for me is their their defense and Sue. They they haven't been they haven't been you know doing what I thought they was going to do. It was good to see that. Um, Seahawks Panthers. We already talked about that. Chargers Packers. It's almost like the only thing we want to do is is I want to see Packers New England and, and call it a day. Like that's they, they seem like two teams that are just oh and uh. Bengals, yeah. I guess you would say as a, as a third team, but Aaron Rodgers is a bad dude right there, man. Yeah, and he hasn't even really been that great. It's like he's just kind of chilling right now, but I don't I don't think he panics at all. His whole demeanor is like yeah. that. It's kind of like you, yeah. dude. It seems like a real just better. Um, thanks for that comparison. <laughs> that guy, <laughs> that, that dude guy, just seems that cool. guy's man. Now nah, he is. He's, he just he's seems damn like, good. like a like a cool dude, man. Yeah. Just like hey, man, hey, it is what it is. Hey, like, what do you tell everybody that shit? Relax. Yeah, relax. R R E L A X. Relax. We got this. Chill out, man. It's it's almost like he's like, what we need? Twenty seven. We need twenty seven. What we need thirty. You want to shoot out? You need fifty. Like whatever you guys need, I got it. Just chill out, yo. I was saying, like, oh, we're down. Relax, relax. We got it. We got with the next three games. Cool. We won them all by 100. That make you happy. Then we'd be happy. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, he's just, and he's never really seen, even when they win, he's not all excited and jumping up and down. He's right. Like, wow, you know, we right. That's what I expected. And when he loses, it's just like, hey, I mean, it's not the end of the world. Is Eddie Lacy in a doghouse or something? What happened with him? Why did stocks get so they many said he banged, They said he was banged up. Oh, okay. They didn't, didn't have an injury. She said he was banged up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She looks terrible. How about that? <laughs> This, this, as a professional athlete, why do you look like that? Yeah, I, I bought him with all that money he cost in one of my flex <laughs> positions in DraftKings. How much you pay for Eddie Lacy? <laughs> I don't know. He ain't cheap. <laughs> I could have used that money nicely somewhere. <laughs> He's not cheap. I love it. Yo. The DraftKings got changed your whole perspective. Man, on doesn't it? Like he, it's said, funny. He, he said, I don't know, but he ain't cheap. And I feel you the same way. I'd be like, man, I spent all that. That's who, who did I just – I bought somebody this week for like nine grand. I was like – 
Gotta be kidding. There's only a few that's nine grand. It's like Julio Jones yeah, and nah, it's definitely, it's definitely, maybe Le'Veon no, and Odell somebody, Beckham. Somebody I spent seven grand on and I did not get my money back on. I can <laughs> certainly tell you that. I'm trying to remember who. Oh, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb cost me like yeah, eight grand. Yeah. And had like two. I'm like, dude, that's what you're going to give me for eight grand? <laughs> wow. Like, I could have got like seven players for that, man. <laughs> you know, you look at it, it's, Gronk's like nine grand, and I'm just like, I'm a, I'm, I'm all for Gronk. Yeah, I Nine grand's a lot of the tight end position. Yeah, dude. Gronk tricked me too. Yeah, nah, I can't. No, he, I can't he, do nine grand. Score one. Yeah, but I'm. I get when it, not when Antonio Gates is four. Right. Not when Antonio Gates is four grand. Right, man. Right. Nine grand is a lot, man. Right. Not, Antonio Brown got me uh, two weeks ago. And he was nine grand. Yeah. No, no, no. I do this nine week. Nine points, man. Give me like a point of grand. <laughs> this week I pick up. I pick up um blunt, and then I end up having some money left over. So I went back and Did, picked up you, Lewis. And Blunt yep. goes crazy. Don't and you Lewis remember I said that's the same thing that cost me to, like 3000 the time before I had that extra money left over and changed out uh, – who, who was it? I had, I had LeGarrette Blunt, yeah. had money left over, switched him over to Doug Martin, and Doug Martin gave me zero points, and Doug Martin went out, and uh, LeGarrette Blunt went out there and scored like three touchdowns. Right. And that's the week I had – never happening. I had 240 points. Right. Which, if you know the scoring, two forty, two forty. Sheesh! That was the first week. Uh, Devontae Freeman won hand. Which which DraftKings was this? The one that that we did in the in the sports talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, remember yeah, that yeah. I was talking yeah, records. Yeah. Won the joint by like seventy points, yo. If you you do two forty yeah. in one of the mother leagues, because yeah. the one I played in, the winner had like two twenty. Oh, he won no, no, like no. fifteen grand. That's that's what I was saying. Is that if I had had that week because before the um the week the scores were a lot higher before the uh, bye week started. Yeah. So that week. Um, the winner was three thirteen. Yeah. So two forty put me up at a thousand. Mm-hmm. And if you if I had left Blunt in, I would have won like five thousand dollars because I would have been in the top like fifty people in the um right. in the thing all right. because of Doug Martin. So then the next week I'm like, nah, I'm not getting Doug Martin burn me again. And what does he do? <laughs> Goes ham. Right. You know, he's <laughs> like, four touchdowns, zillion points. That's how life works. You know what that's I mean? How it works. Like, yeah. like that, that, that's, that's how it works. I'm like, Doug Martin not getting me again. He's like, I got something for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and not only does he go ham, I don't have and the one league that I don't own him in fantasy, he plays I I'm playing against him, gives me a good fifty piece. I'm like, Yeah. That's that fantasy life, man. It's real, boy. It is real. Um But I, I the comment Eddie Lacey, he ain't cheap. That's that's hilarious. Love it. Um Ravens forty nine and finally Kaepernick uh showed up. Ravens is I think uh, welcome to uh, Dammitsville, as they say on the, on the, on the, uh, on the Facebook. Yeah. The Ravens, is, you can pull a plug on that one, buddy. Yeah. I mean, I think Cap, Cap has been playing well the last three weeks. He has, he's been doing all right. Even in the game he lost against <laughs> us, the New York Giants, he, 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 he played pretty well. And he played well the week That was the last week. Was the, last week was the Giants. Was that, yeah. He, was, he did good in that He did good again. I think the one before that he did bad, though. I might be wrong. But I know it's at least definitely two two good games in a row, which is good to see. Um, I really thought, as a reverse, I thought that Harbaugh, as a sort of to avenge my brother's loss sort of thing, I thought he was going to go out there and the Ravens were going to beat the hell out of the 49ers. I thought that one, his brother might, mm-hmm. not might, but his brother obviously knows the team inside and out. He was the coach last year. Yeah. So I thought he might have some nice insight to give him on, you know, what areas to attack. And I definitely thought the Ravens, who were badly in need of, but then you factor in, you know, the 49ers had two guys who had a um, – who had a, a axe to grind, and they sh- damn sure did. And Torrey Smith and um, Anquan Bolden. Yeah. And Torrey Smith, who had essentially had been unheard of from this year, he did what, exactly what the Ravens know he did and hit him right over the head for right. what signature 80-yard. Uh, <laughs> and that's what I've been saying this year. Is you got Kaepernick out there with, 
you know, the 2009 Ravens, Ravens receivers <laughs> who can't get open, and they expect him to, you know, have these great numbers when he don't have nobody that can get open. He used to have a tight end that was uncheckable yeah, who, who now can't even get a, a pass. Can't get on the field. Can't even get, yeah. I don't even understand that. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. You heard his name being mentioned in trade in trade rumors, right? Really? I mean, yeah. can he still play? It's kind of like Steve know. Francis. Like, where, like <laughs> out of nowhere, you you really good. And then out of nowhere, it's like it's no decline. You just fall right off. That is, that and you is just kind of disappear. Perfect analogy, which is another one that was like, wow. Because I, mean, I did the same right. thing. I, I couldn't have picked a better. Right? And it was just like, yeah, that was a perfect analogy. Because I was definitely remember the Steve thing. It was like, he can't even dribble? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, last I checked, like, you were dunking from the half court. Right. And now it's like, right. you can't touch the rim? That's right. really odd. You know yeah. what I mean? And the same thing with Vernon. is like, uh, he's still not 250 pounds of solid muscle. Yeah, how, it's like, how is he not serviceable? Some anymore? guys you watch get old, but they yeah. just out of nowhere just disappear. And, it's, and I think it was kind of, it's kind of bad on Kaepernick because he has really nowhere to go. Yeah, well, and he ain't been going nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? That being said, I tell you what else keeps going and fighting for the time. D. Smith, boy. Yeah, yes, sir. That's a bad he's man a right tough, there. He's a tough guy, man. Yeah, he is. That dude gets hit. Mm-hmm. He's a tiny dude, and he gets hit, and he and he gets up. With I mean, he doesn't. The thing is, like you see the Mike Vick. Every time he gets up, he looks like it takes an hour to get up. Yeah. Steve Smith crumbled. He just jumps yeah. up. Yeah, like literally jumps right back up, and you always see him talking like he talks reckless to the people who hit him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's. That's a tough dude right there, man. I, I, I don't know what Carolina – I mean, I do know what Carolina – but I would – I sure would have liked to still see him and Cam grow together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's a weapon, surely, yeah. that Carolina could be using right about now. Yeah. Um. I think that was just like – the room ain't big enough for the, those two personalities, you know? Yeah, I, I, I don't doubt it. I You know, I think with Steve Smith, it's – there's a lot of good and bad with that. You know what I mean? Like, my guess is that he has no problem checking Cam, which might make – a little bit harder for Cam to grow when right. a guy says, pass, don't pass me one more time, see what happens. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Cam's like, I mean, all right. And then he throws in the triple coverage. And he's like, yeah. why'd you throw it there? But like, you seen this dude? Like, <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> if I, yeah. He told me if I didn't pass him the ball, he's going to hit me over the head with, you know, with a brick. And so it was like, okay. So that might be ruining Cam's. I can uh, see that, yeah. Oh, absolutely. He don't, he don't look like he plays. And, I, you know, if somebody told me that, I wouldn't be like, okay. I can see, I can see that happening. Um, then the game of the week, which it was good to see the Colts showed a little fight, but boy, man, that, <laughs> that play hilarious. The, the, the special teams play. Right, right. And even though listening to it in live, the, um, announcer goes, Oh no, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> and he's like, what, what is going on? This is, this is about to be ugly. And while I didn't know what was going on, I was like, I know for sure you're not about to snap that ball. And then it was just like. Did he really just snap the ball to a guy who's surrounded by two people? That was the right. dumbest play in the history of sports. Right. Un- like, I mean, wow. And if you're and if you're the coach, you know, now that they're just talking about, you know, is that the type of play that would cost you a job? Like, no one would ever think that one play would cost you a job until you see that. <laughs> and then it's like, what the hell was somebody's job? Might not be Bagano's, but <laughs> needs to, the special teams coach needs to go. Especially at that point in the game. It's, that was that – was... It's an illegal formation. Yeah. So there is no good scenario. Like and they said the only they were, we were not supposed to snap it. Um, we're, the, we're going to try and draw them off sides. Why would anybody jump off sides at that play? What what about that play that you think you're going to catch somebody? And, and when you looked up, and there was three people on one person, when did you think probably get them to jump? I would love to see the the film of that in practice, the, the, what they actually wanted to do. 
I would just love to see what, what they what they really got out of that one. I, I'm just, and I'm just wondering, in practice, I think that it had to be in practice. Nobody lined up over the center. I can't believe that in the practice play, three people lined up on two people. Like, because there's no, you know, it's actually amazing the guy held on to the ball. Yeah, that was weird, man. <laughs> you know, that that, that was hilarious. Um, Patriots are good, man. Patriots, are, Patriots are, are, are really good. They don't have the home run hitter of Randy Moss. But it minus that, it definitely looks like that old machine they had back in two thousand and nine. Yeah, man, they're just they're just great at at exploiting the mismatches. You know, they they start in close, then they spread you out. You got a a linebacker on Lewis, or you got you know a linebacker on Gronk. Then you got Edelman coming across the middle. They just give you whatever you want, bro. They then they they do them pick plays. They'll take they'll take two. Offensive pass or the first calls that you know for them not to get that last one that goes over the top for a touchdown. I mean they 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 play right on that line. And 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 here's the thing. Here's the difference. To go back, touch on it. Belichick, the CEO of the best football team in football, has no problem admitting that didn't work. You know what I mean? But like he'll be like, "You, you're starting running back. That didn't work. Get off the team." You know what I mean? Like, just like like in a heartbeat. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's not no, like, oh, no, we're going to prove that so-and-so. Like, Belichick in a heartbeat will go have no problem going from you, practice squad guy. You're starting. Absolutely. You, you know what I mean? Like He has that know, control. Yeah. It's, there's no pressure on him. No, no, it's not only that, but it, I think it's his ability to check him. He's not married to anything other than Tom Brady. And yeah. for got, as much success as them to have, yeah. you'd almost say that, and I'm not even so sure he's married to Tom Brady. Like, you yeah. know, you kind of get the feeling that, like, if Tom was to start going south, he'd be like, you can go too. Yeah, <laughs> you know but you what gotta I mean? you gotta put yourself in that position. Like nobody else is really in that position. No, no, but but it, it goes to my point that it's just you have to be part of being successful. Though is that Belichick is able to change out and like in any given day, it's not gonna be you know Deion Lewis. This is your job. No, it's not. So Garrett Lunch's job is Deion Lewis and whoever else might be. You know what I mean? For all we know, that there's a good chance that the guy who ends up leading the Raven, uh, excuse me, the Patriots in Russia isn't even on the team right, right now. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, at any given time, he could just pull somebody out, they play, and that's it. And the thing is, in any ideal situation, in any company, you, the head of the person, the head of that organization needs to say, at the end of the day, the only thing I care about is advancing. Not yeah. anybody's, you know, proving I was right. I mean, he's signed big name risks and just no, sorry. Let's but, get you know, without, without them Super Bowls, he's not able to do all of that. He didn't do all of that early once he was able he did, to do though. all of that. He did, though, Slim. Think about that. Who was the quarterback when he got there? Drew. And that was not the popular move. Drew Brees was a Pro Bowl quarterback, and he said, we're going with the six-round draft pick. That was not the but popular move. hurt, dude. though. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. then and and, Drew, and Brady did nothing, and, he, uh-huh. and then and when and Brady didn't do anything when he came back, but, but then he said, "No, I'm keeping Bledsoe on the bench." You don't remember that was a huge thing when they were going, and everybody thought that you know that Brady wasn't going to be good enough to win the Super Bowl when they New England had that thing, and and he said, "No, like uh, you know we're we're sticking." Let Curtis Martin go. Curtis Martin was over there, and he was like, "Yo, you can go with uh, who was the guy over to the Jets?" He's like, "You know, feel free, you can go." And that Belichick did that. He. Sent Brady. I mean, when he got there, it was Curtis Martin and Drew and um, Bledsoe. Like they were the face of the team, mm-hmm. and he wasn't Bledsoe. He wasn't. He was said, "Hey, you know, when everybody else was married to Drew Bledsoe, you know, they went with Tom Brady, and Tom mm-hmm. Brady was just a guy at that time." Yeah, but like you say, Tom got hurt. He didn't just put him in there just because Bledsoe threw a few interceptions. He- no, no, he bent. He did bench. He did bench um, Bledsoe after he came back from getting hurt. He benched him and went with Brady. He definitely benched him because I but remember I think that's because they were going right into the playoffs and Brady. And was, it was winning. yeah. But yeah. the point is, is that he was a franchise quarterback, 
and 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 he did bench him and, and let him go. Like when they went to the on that playoff run, Bledsoe was healthy. And Tom Brady wasn't exactly setting the world on fire by any stretch of the imagination either. Not at all. A lot of screen, <laughs> lot of screen passes. Yeah, he was just oh. there. You know what I mean? So, um, but I mean, again, it's it's the it's the idea that mm-hmm. you can't just say, right. you know, I I named what's his name is our quarterback, so therefore he has to be our quarterback. Mm-hmm. What's happening here? Um, Patriots look good. Colts. It's finally good to see some sort of fight because I do think that the intention was for the Patriots to go in there and put fifty on them mm-hmm. and. For the majority of the night, they they hung with him as good as you can, and Andrew Luck still didn't look healthy at all. Like he, even his facial expressions, it looked like he was grimacing on a lot of those passes that seemed to be slightly over a lot of people's head a lot of times. Mm-hmm. He didn't look he didn't look right. Um, but as long as the coach playing that division, they will be a okay. Right, that, that division is terrible, so they'll be fine. Uh, and then your game Monday night, Slim. Yeah, Man, y'all look bad. Yeah, y'all look bad. We did. I um, I didn't even finish the game. I felt like, <laughs> neither neither yeah. did they. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they it came out. You know, the first drive was right down the field, and then yeah, they put that stat up there. It said um, it was some ridiculous thing like you know three turnovers in like three games, and it was like three turnovers in three last three minutes. Right. So game starts. We look great. Come down the field, first drive, perfect. Stop them. Come down the field again, doing the same thing. Next thing you know, we got um. Um, D'Amico Ryan, who was everywhere, took the ball right out of Larry Donnell's hand, and it goes downhill from there. Then we get good defense, third down. We get a rough and a passer. Well, the ball been gone. I mean, he still <laughs> wants to slam Sam Bradford. For what reason? I don't know. 15 yards. Then we run into the punter on another fourth down. We just – and they was trying to give us the game right back, which mm-hmm. was crazy. We just kept doing worse things than them. And after the – like early in the third quarter – I things, said enough. I went. Things, I went and laid down. I didn't even like, see the final score to the morning. <laughs> things like those roughing the punter things, those kill you, man. Man, they kill you. When, when it's like you know, you think you're about to get the ball back, and it's like just kidding. Not only are you getting the ball back, they get first, you know, 15 more yards yeah. and a whole new set of downs. Like yeah. so third and ten, and uh, uh, roughing the passer, 15 more yards when they close automatic first. The ball. Yeah, those those hurt, man. They kill you, man. Those yeah. hurt, and then yeah. and then Eli, and the the the, the uh, non the cable. Eli showed up the nine even TV, even, even on the on Eli on on the on the pick six, which I'm like man come on Eli but then I look at it again and Ruben Randall slipped on his route so by him slipping on his route that cornerback wouldn't have been in that position to make that play he jumped that one crazy though yeah because because his man was on the ground <laughs> yeah. if his man was going across the middle um and he leave him I'm pretty sure Eli throws to him to yeah. Ruben Randall. Anything you want to take away from it, or you, you nah, that still, one up as a I mean, bad game and throw it out the window, or you something yeah. to see there? Nah, it's nothing to see. I mean, it's, I'm really Victor Cruz is really really pissing me off by not being on the field. Cause we're week six now, we're, dude. Yeah, we're in week six, and we still don't see. You were a game time decision for week one. For week one, exactly. <laughs> so, like, what game was that that you were game time exactly. decision and that's, for? And that's you know, and that's and that's and that's hurting us. Even though I mean, like, we could easily be five and one. But Victor Cruz being there is going to help our team out a lot, and we really need to get – I don't care about his hand. Pierre Paul signed up because we cannot get a pass rush. I'm, uh, uh, have you heard anything else about that? I heard I heard that we were meeting with him um, Wednesday or something. About what, though? I don't know, about a contract. I assume, I assume after last night's game that they're closer to trying to probably make but that is, happen. Is the reason he's not on the field because of the contract or because of his hand? Well, what they said when he, when he first showed up, 
Tom Coughlin say he was in great shape. He's been working out. But um, they, they don't know. They, I guess he lost some weight. They didn't know if he was in football, mm-hmm. football shape. But he's not going to get in football shape if he's not playing football. He could run all the sprints he wants. Right. He got to, you know, get that contact. And I, w- I would have thought they wanted to get him in there pretty soon. But what I heard is they they concocted some kind of glove or thing for his cast or something for his hand for him, for him to, um, you know, have a Having a like having an effect. Well, he said himself. I mean, he don't think he's ever got a sack because of his finger. finger. Right. Yeah. So, but we we don't have nobody else getting to the quarterback. So I would you know love to see him back out there. But I do think next week is a big game for us. You know, against Dallas, and we still can win this. this what division. is the even status that he's on right now? What what is he? Is he on the team? What I mean, what no, nah, he he's he's a free agent. But nobody – he has to be a restricted free agent. No, nah, he has to be a restricted yeah. one. Yeah, because somebody could have right. grabbed so, him. So, I yeah. mean, so he's – so it's not even like – he's not on that uh, pup act, uh, list eligible to return after six. Like, he could he, can, he could return tomorrow? He could return tomorrow. And they could just put him in the lineup? Yeah. I don't know. That That's that's a pretty weird story. The, I guess the question to ask then is, do you feel any worse about the team and the team's uh, future after that game than you did before it? No, no. Because we just made a, a whole lot of mistakes. It's a game we, we should have won. I mean, winning in Philly um, is probably, you know, a game that I probably would have chalked us up as losing anyway. Mm-hmm. Division game at Yeah, home. division game, you know, right. there. Um, On the road, right. Yeah, but the way it happened is just, you know, kind of unfortunate. I, I mean, again, when we did the reseeding the Giants, I had I picked the Giants to win the East after – after the Cowboys got hurt and yeah. everything else, yeah. uh, and I felt pretty good about that. Now that being said, a lot of had to do with you. I felt like you guys were the healthiest at the key positions, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you know, injuries, injuries, yeah. injuries. Not Prince at that time. Moore was hurt. You know, Victor Cruz was supposed to be back. Victor Cruz supposed to be um, back, and yeah. he's not. Um, I, I, I'm, I don't feel again losing to a, any in any sport losing to a division opponent on the road. I don't think there's a reason to panic, yeah. but it's. It, Looking that bad though, that's a little di- yeah. that's a little different than just yeah. losing. So I, you know, I not definitely not the end of the world. And you know, because for all we know, the exact same thing will happen when they go up to to New York. You know what I mean? So yeah. That's how the NFC East goes. But I'm I'm a little bit uh cause of of uh I'll, I'll press the pause button to wait and see. And also that on the flip side is Eagles might might be heading in the right direction. I mean, I don't think anybody in this room is rooting for that, but I think the Eagles might be. Might be might be heading in the right direction. They could. I think they need more. I mean, Sam Bradford. You know, he's throwing the ball away. Also, he's not playing that great. No, he's not. So I think. I mean, but last night I feel like a few, a few little plays here and there could have really changed the outcome of this game. We go up fourteen nothing on that drive before our guy gets the ball taken out of his hand. That takes a lot out of that team. Then to come back and not throw a pick six. You know, we could have been going up twenty one seventeen nothing. Well, we'll see. All right, let's go. Slim, give us the um, picks for this week. Give us the uh, games this week. Let's get let's bang these out. All right. Um, who do we got? Thursday is San Francisco. San Francisco versus Seattle at San Francisco. Thursday, say it one more time. Seattle at San Francisco. <coughs> uh, Seattle ain't going to win that. They in some dead serious trouble. Then, then, then will you say something's wrong with them? <laughs> and this still a division game away. It's, yeah. It's, it's – it's a tough game, but coming off a loss, I'll, I'll pick Seattle. I'm I'm saying Seattle. Hey, I feel like that's. I mean, nothing ever really is. No, that's a month we couldn't go to two and five. 
You don't want to be two and five with uh, no, with losses. With that, at that point, they would be zero and four on the road. They don't yeah. have a win yeah. on the road yet. Yeah. Nah, I, I, I'll take uh, I'll take Seattle. Okay. Um, when the other guys not here, do we say their picks? So we just I know. Mr. Well, you you send me yours. So no, TJ didn't send yeah, his. TJ's not committed like you. <laughs> okay. Question TJ's heart. Okay, we got Bills at Jaguars. Bills. I might. I I don't know if I'm gonna pick the Jag. I'm not sure who I would pick Jaguars <laughs> <Redskins>. against. Uh, <laughs> maybe if the Redskins. But I, I I really don't know who I would pick the uh, the Jaguars to beat. Yeah, I agree. Maybe Tennessee. I don't like. I I don't really. They already played us, and I picked us. I I really don't know what scenario would involve me picking the Jaguars. So I'll go with the Bills. I'll go with the Bills also. This is a nine thirty game too. It must be in overseas. So. Yeah, they're in London. Yeah. Um, Buccaneers at Washington. Oh, you know what? What? <laughs> I don't know why I would ever pick the Jaguars. EJ Manuel would be a reason for me to pick the Jaguars. <laughs> EJ Manuel and no Sammy Watkins? That would be a very good reason to pick uh, the Jaguars. I'm going to stay with the Bills, but. Okay, say so have at it. <laughs> uh, EJ Manuel and no Sammy Watkins. I've yeah. seen that movie before, and it's ugly. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's not a good movie. The, the, the EJ Manuel. Story's not a good one, but Jaguars still got to score I'll some go points with, in that I'll defense. Go with the Bills. Yeah, I'll go with the Bills, but and Percy Harvin's not playing either. Yeah, they're, they're down some weapons over they there. Are. Bro. They are. They are. They, and and Lashawn McCoy's not even close to being Lashawn right, McCoy. Right. Yeah, and it's in London. Yeah. That's yeah. That probably would be the one time that picking Buffalo Buffalo doesn't seem like that crazy, but I'm still not picking them. I mean, picking uh, Jacksonville, but I'm still not picking Jacksonville. Buccaneers at Washington. Right here, um, I, 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 I got two teams again that I, I don't see why to pick a reason to pick either one of them. So normally I give the nod to the home team. So this time I'll just give the nod to my heart and what I want to happen. So I'll go with Tampa. Okay. Um, well, I want Tampa too, but um, I don't. If Redskins at home, uh. <laughs> You I said like go. this is like this is Seattle over here. So Redskins at home. <laughs> like, I mean, Redskins that's what they're known home, for. At home versus Tampa. Yeah, I mean, didn't say, say that, that. David. Yeah. Redskins at home. You know how they do. Yeah, I'll, 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 I mean, I, I want Tampa to win, but I'll, I'll take the Redskins because I don't, I don't believe in either team. So I'll go with the home team. Next. Is that just because it's home team? Like, if they played in Tampa, they played in Tampa. Tampa, I would pick Tampa. Okay, I got you. I can't go with that. The only reason, like I said, I'm just going with because I want Tampa. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I I definitely think they're both two bad teams. You going with Tampa? No, no he's Redskins. Going, he's going with the Redskins. Falcons at Titans. Falcons got to get back right. Titans are bad. Yeah, Titans are bad. Um, I think Mariota's hurt, um, even if he wasn't. Falcons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with the Falcons. Saints at Colts. This is a little tricky. This is a little tricky. I picked the Colts every week, I think, except for last week. Yeah, y'all picked them to go fifteen and one, didn't you? Seventeen and up. Seventeen and up, bro. Andrew Luck for president. That's 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 what we had. Going I was the only on. one that wasn't on board with them. Y'all, I kind of I wanted to go eleven, but y'all was so high on them. Yeah. I think y'all pushed me to hold on. Maybe right, they're right. Yeah, I'll right, go twelve right, or something right, like that. Right, right, right. I agree. I'm with you, bro. I'm, I'm, uh, you're absolutely right. That's exactly how that did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what happens when you follow the leader, man. Yeah, you need man. to be a leader, man. Yeah. Um, it's a tricky one, man. 
I, I'll go with the Colts. I mean, if, uh, if this was two weeks ago, I certainly would have said the Colts. But, I mean, Drew Reed showed a little bit of life. Um, Indianapolis is also a dome. You know, the yeah. Saints yeah. The Saints in the dome. Uh, Drew Brees in the dome is, is – I'd love to see his record in domes because he, he plays well in domes. Yeah, he does. It's not just in New Orleans. He does it in Atlanta every year too. He does. Um, I still say the Colts, and I don't really feel too good about that. Right. I'm, I'm – I'm on the fence with this one. This one might, this one, I might, you might get a text that this one might change just depending on maybe, I don't know if, if Andrew Luck, how he's, how I'm hearing about how he's feeling. Nah, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll pick the Colts. I just still, even though they're three and three, I'm still yet to see a game where you say, okay, there we go. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, two that's, of the that's what we're with Hasselback. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you're just waiting to see a game where it's like, okay, there it is. You know what I mean? Like, like last week we saw the there it is game from the Saints. Like, okay, there it is. And yeah. it's like the Colts. That hasn't happened, like, at all. I've yet to see firing all cylinders. Not yeah. the, like, you know, the, oh, Frank Gore's moving, T.Y. Hilton's cooking, Andre right. Johnson's back to life. Like, none of that. Like, right. It's like the Saints can, can build off what they did last week and come going into this game, and they can, you know, the same thing can happen. But Okay, I'm waiting. I'm I'm still I'm still here waiting, so I'm, I, I, I'll go with the Colts. For right now, I'm going to go with the Colts. Next, um, the Vikings at Detroit. Vikings. Mm-hmm. Mm. Going with the home team on the two bad teams. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I mean, that's what you're thinking, but I don't think the Vikings are that bad. Um, I don't think Detroit is that bad either. But Detroit's bad, bro. I'm going with the Vikings also. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Vikings, man. Um, Steelers at Chiefs. Be real interested to see what's happening with this quarterback situation exactly. in Pittsburgh. Exactly. Um, been supposed to practice this week. At one point in time, uh, the Chiefs rivaled the Seattle for the place that you didn't want to go mm-hmm. in terms of playing. You know what I mean? It was as hard to get a win there as it was anywhere. And at this point, they're zero two at home. Mm-hmm. So I would have never picked. I never picked against the Chiefs at home. They were it was one hard place to get a victory. Um, it's really hard to say what is going to happen at the quarterback. Uh, I'll go with the. Steelers. If if that dude starts, what's his name again? Leron Landry Jones. Yeah, Landry Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I'd have to pick the. Nah, you know what? I'll go Chiefs. I'm gonna say Chiefs because I don't think Ben is gonna play. Yeah, with my, I'm the same way. Mine is contingent on Ben playing on that. Landry Jones play, then I'll pick the Chiefs. If if Ben somehow comes back, I'll go with the Steelers. But yeah, I, Chiefs I, is my pick. Yeah, I'm pick. I don't see Until Landry Jones otherwise. getting. I don't see Landry Jones getting this. You know his first career start is a W in an Arrowhead. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that happen. And the Chiefs can't be this bad. I mean, n- we all picked the Chiefs to be better than this. I know that. I don't remember what it was, but it certainly wasn't one in five. Yeah, they they got to get it right sooner or later. And at the same time, I, I mean, how are they going to score? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. Alex Smith is. <laughs> Wow. Okay. okay. The Browns at the and Rams. And you got to think the boy ain't there no more. So, who? Um, Jamal Charles. Right. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So I mean, I don't see why they. I mean, I, I, it's, it's still. I don't know what it's him because it, 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 before it was all the talk about he didn't have receivers. They went and got receivers. It was the coach. They didn't ask him. They changed the coach. Like it's him. Mm-hmm. He's the only constant. They still got Kelsic though. So. I mean, it, it, he's the only constant for in the not throwing the ball to receivers down yeah. the field thing. It's not the receivers anymore. It's not because the, the receivers aren't getting separation. I mean, Jeremy Macklin came in. You know, he was a. That's what he does. Stretches the field, and he still doesn't throw the ball. Go ahead. 
Um, the Browns at the Rams. Rams, Rams. for me. Rams. Yeah, I'll go with the Rams. Todd Gurley. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm on that train. I like that. Texans at Dolphins. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> right. Hmm. It's a, it's a new Dolphins. It's a new Dolphins. Is it? And it's Miami. I'm going with the Dolphins. I think the Texans um, are bad, bro. Yeah. Um, Remember when you were all high on, on was, the, you, yeah, <laughs> my was. man was loving, living the, um, drinking the uh, hard knocks Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, I was. And they, I mean, you got to, supposed to be the best player in the NFL on your team in J.J. Watt. And, and hey, we were talking about this on the last show. And, and the, uh, all, the NFL, I'm trying to remember who it was, was breaking it down. He's like, when you have two guys who are both getting double teamed and the other two guys and you still don't get any sacks – that tells you how bad those players must be because don't get it twisted. Like Clowney and, and, and Watt, they out there making plays and getting has, drawn Has Clowney up. been making plays Oh, no, he's getting, he's getting attention. Let me take that right, back. Right, right. He's getting attention, okay, okay. which is really supposed to make other people do things. Yeah. Like, don't still get it, got like, cushion out there. I mean. Which is, I mean, so, like, the thing is, you know, Clowney, I think, still doesn't have the sack. He, do not get it twisted. He's seeing no single coverage. Yeah. Like, there's still – and he's still, like, when they ISO plays, he's still making – he's in the backfield. Yeah. You know, he's making plays, and so is J.J. It's just other people have to do it. They have just, to do something. The, the names they've been, you know, throwing around with J.J., I'm like, I mean, I don't remember the New York Giants and Lawrence Taylor having a, a a bad defense like that. Like, their defense isn't even, isn't even good. Nope. Like, They're and, not good. And if, you're, and if you're that dominant, you should make more of an impact. I don't know how much more he can do from – at his position, but, you know, when you think of guys like LT, he just kind of, you know, amped up the whole defense. Where I he agree. didn't have, He didn't have, you know, great cornerbacks or safeties. It was basically him, and Carl Banks was pretty decent. I mean, don't do Pepper Johnson like that. Yeah, but he wasn't there the whole time. Carl Banks, don't good. do – my man said Carl Banks was decent. Carl Banks was like that, yo. Carl was Carl right. Banks. Mm-hmm. Carl, Carl Banks in the Hall Brian, of Fame? Brian Cushion is damn good. At Carl South. Banks is in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Okay, I might, I might be off. Okay. They want to have that for us next year. Dolphins from <laughs> Dolphins for me too. I got Dol- I got Dolphins. Next one. Um, Patriots, Jets at Patriots. Patriots. I'm not picking against the Patriots unless they go to Lambeau. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Um, if they was at at the Jets, I would have. I would have probably, you know, had a better chance to pick them. I'm not picking against them at home. He he, like they're. I'm not. I'm not picking against them. I can tell you that. Okay. Um, Raiders at Chargers. 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 Cowboys at New York. The Giants. Cowboys. Giants for me. They they're starting. Um. Castle. Castle. Yeah. Yeah. I still go with the Giants. I don't. I don't know what the difference between Castle and Brandon Whedon is. Castle probably take more chances. Um, Eagles at Panthers. You're both taking Giants? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll take the Panthers. What was it again? Eagles at Panthers. Yeah. At Carolina? Yes. Yeah. That wolf. At Tim Boys is six and oh, seven and oh. Yeah. Did they go to six and oh? Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know how you can't take notice. Yeah. And I very much see them going six and oh. Yeah. Um, I'm happy for Cam. Ravens at Cardinals. Boys about to be one and six, bro. Cardinals for me. Yeah, Cardinals. That's a tough one for the Ravens. This season is literally gonna be done before it even started. Hmm. They're gonna be one and six. I'll take Cardinals. Yeah. They're they're at home and they and they're off a loss. 
Yeah, that's gonna be tough. The Ravens are really gonna be one and six. Maybe they'll run the table. Yeah, and only only games up. I think I might, if if I flip flop on, would be Steelers, Chiefs, and Saints, Colts maybe. Steelers, Chiefs definitely have been. If Ben go, you know what? I still stay with the Chiefs because I even if Ben plays, he can't be anywhere close to 100. percent And the Chiefs can't be this bad. And what was the other one you said you were worried about? And so then we get a four and two team against a one and five team, and y'all both taking the one and five team. Because I don't think the one and five team is that bad. They might be. I mean, one and five is. I mean, the Chiefs, I don't think the Chiefs are that bad. They're deep. That's another team whose defense is. I don't understand why they're that bad. Their defense is supposed to be elite. And they're not, you know. So yeah, you're but right. I, you're, you're, you're right, man. I mean, they just beat yeah. the Cardinals yeah. with the third string QB. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm not trying to just, do, you know. Yeah. So I got, I got, I got to look more into this, man. Because I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, you're right. Chiefs, what was the other, what was the other one you said you were worried about, DJ? The Saints and Colts. That's a pick'em, I think. That's a pick'em, and ours is a pick'em too. Who y'all took for ours the uh, Chargers Raiders? Who y'all take? Chargers. Chargers. I'm Can I get a uh, non-Patriots lock of the week, please? Non-Patriots lock of the week? Yeah. A Falcons at Titans? That wouldn't be my lock anyway. The Jets, the Jets one, I think that would be a good game. A lock. I just told you mine. You said the Falcons? At the Titans. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm thinking about to lock up a couple of these joints. <laughs> lock up that Cardinals Ravens. <laughs> lock that up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh... Actually, I guess that's probably the only uh, one I'll say I'll, I'll lock up. I'll go with the Falcons. Falcons not a lot of locks on this one. Seahawks. I think the Seahawks got to beat the 49ers. I don't see how that's not a lock, too. That that would be my second guess. But I definitely would take Falcons over Titans. That's me. Um, What's your lock, Slim? Should be Doc, too. We need to come up with a formula for that. A lock costs you two games. Cardinals at – I mean, Ravens at Cardinals. Ravens you don't at think Cardinals that's a lock? might be I said that. That's what I said. That's oh, a okay. lock. That went up, too. Okay. That might be my lock. Okay. Yeah. I just never thought that. I don't think the Ravens have ever been one and six, and I think they're well on their way there. And it might even get worse after that too. Poor things. Um, real quick before we get out of here, this this is both y'all little corner here with the um boxing. Do, do will we see a, a a triple G Floyd fight, or is that no, just no, no way. negative? No way. Won't see it. No. No. Way. no. If it did happen, who would you take? Triple G. I mean, I said I wasn't picking against Floyd no more. But I don't even want to pick because I don't think that fight would ever happen. It's like triple. How, what's, what's the weight difference? 10 pounds. Yeah. So they can't meet? 145, uh, 154. One, one, 147. Well, 147 is what Floyd usually fight at. Triple G fights at 160. They want to meet at 154. Has Floyd ever fought at 154? Yes. I don't know if Triple G has. Not, probably not. I mean, not since I've known him. Oh, okay. So that would be a lot for him to come down. Yeah, well, Floyd, even when Floyd fought at 154, he didn't weigh in at 154. Right, 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 right. It's like he's fighting to get there. And Triple G, you know, he probably can get to 154. I mean, he probably to fight a little bit, but he, he seems to be in good shape. If he was at 154 weighing, I'm sure he'd still be right back to 165 by the time the fight rolled around anyway, yeah. at which point by the time they got in the ring, they'd probably be 20 pounds apart then. Yeah, and, and, and Triple G's a good fighter, man. Ain't, I, don't, I don't think. Because Floyd makes other guys not fight their fight. I just can't imagine a guy that size, like, being – it might, it might be bad. But, but also, Floyd is so good, he doesn't get hit. But Triple G's good. I'll pick Triple G, yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? 
Either mm. one of you? Um, no. Nope. Good over here. All right. Uh, another good show. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. And remember now that you can find us on the TuneIn app. Just type in The Barbershop on TuneIn, and that's TuneIn. That's just the name of that, right? TuneIn. Yeah. It's not TuneIn Radio. Just TuneIn. Yeah. Tune in. So make sure you download that. That's on iPhones everywhere. iPhones and Androids. Just tune in. And Blackberries, whatever Blackberry, you whatever got. Whatever you Windows got. Tune in. 10. Computer. <laughs> you can do it on your computer. Just type in the barbershop and you can listen to us anywhere in the world at any time. So that was the um, big news for the barbershop. I should have started with that. Maybe we'll start next week. If only we had a real producer to keep us on track. That would be awesome. Anybody got any producers, send us one. All right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. It's been a great show. TJ, get back. Next week, NBA, we promise it'll be here. We'll have an NBA preview show, and um, I'll probably have more picks. I'll probably got more bold predictions that I'll be right for you guys. Don't listen to anybody else's bold predictions. All right, guys. Thank you.